0: You're listening to the Tumbling Saber Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Check us out on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com, on iTunes, Facebook, and Twitter, and take your first step into a larger world. Everybody, welcome back! This is it, guys. This is it. It's the final rundown until the last Jedi. This is episode one oh five of the Tumbling Saber podcast. I am Kyle. I am Corey, and I'm James. And we're all on pins and needles. We are. We're we're all slowly dying a little bit inside here for the drop of this movie, this this megaton bomb that is going to just seismically shift fandom in days to come. God, two days when we drop this pod—that's how long we have to wait. It's it's coming fast and furious, but this—I think this so far it's been pretty easy for me. Ever since uh, you know, Saturday and the, the 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 world premiere, the red carpet premiere, it's been a tough slog. I mean, that's that's 24 hours ago, but it my my brain is consumed. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm kind of on that wavelength as well, just
1: because I mean, what was it? Late last week, there was. Everyone's talking about spoilers going around and all that, and, you know, like, I've seen enough. I don't want to really see anything spoilery, so I've kind of gone a bit dark, and since then, it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm still on social media, but I'm really treading carefully, and
0: I don't know, it's just... Well, that's the thing. I don't know that you can tread carefully. I think it's either you're in or you're out. Like, it's, it's tough, because something can just pop in front of your, into your feet and you didn't ask for it; it just showed up, and you can't unsee or unread. It's tough, man. Yep,
2: yep. That's I, happened to me at the last two Star Wars movies.
0: You're talking TFA, TFA and One. Rogue I one? Saw,
2: no, no, I mean the last two um, saga movies. I should say it happened. It happened this week, and it happened um, Episode Seven as well. I, I was scrolling along on, it, on Twitter, and someone posted like, "Can't wait for the new movie. Shame Han's gonna get killed by his son or sons." And I was like, "What?" Oh, why did I read? Oh, God. Un- unlearned. Too late. I was like, don't be true. But it just, it felt, it felt true. And then I was watching the movie the whole time, sort of thinking like, man, that kid's going to gonna kill his dad at some point. And then it happened.
0: Yeah, well, I I, I had suspected that from the get-go. You know, just thinking about what, what's the best, and knowing that Harrison Ford would only come back for this movie, or not knowing it, but being very strongly of that opinion. What's the fitting way for Han Solo to go out? It's going to be to die at the hands of of his son who had turned dark. And yeah, as we went along, we got sort of confirmation of that. But yeah, it it really sucked. Remember that dude who was driving around with that written across his back windshield? Yeah, I heard about that. What an a-hole. Like, you have to have a certain level of... What was that guy's name? Ken Bartman? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is that...
2: Mike Bart Steve Bartman. <clears throat> Steve. Steve Bartman. Oh, no, that's different different a hole. I'm just kidding. That guy apparently is a super nice guy. You well, know, if
0: we had any if we have any Chicago listeners, I don't know, but um I think we may have just sent them into seizures. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, they're okay now. I think Bartman's been forgiven, I think officially been pardoned. I I don't think he has, but No, it's, like, since it. since they won in twenty sixteen, that's kinda like it's it's all good now. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, they kind of just they've let it all go, the curse is over. <laughs> He's come out of hiding. Yeah, no, he he had to get out of Chicago and everything. Yeah, no, I know. I
2: we laugh, but it's, it wasn't funny at all for that guy.
0: No, no, his his life took a real serious left turn for the worse. Uh, where were we? What were we talking about? <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, and, and avoiding them. Yeah, it's either you're you're in social media or you're off social media. It's it's tough to have your cake and eat it too, especially at this point now that uh, the movie is out there and people have seen it. It's you know we're, we're I- you're one bad click away from from seeing a screen cap that you do not want to see. Just you are part, right about that. Just part of my language for a second, but that's bullshit, man. People that do that, like,
1: come on. Like, there should be forums saying, here it is. Like, if you really want to come see it, it's in here. You know, like, don't just posting something so blatantly because, well, frankly, I'll say something. Like, I saw something this week, and then I was talking to a friend of mine about it who was actually coming to the movies with us and I was telling him about it and then he told me he's like oh I saw that in a TV spot this week and I was like really because like, I avoided the last TV spot and anyway whatever it was what it was but for I'm still kind of freaking out about it and something I really would have rather not seen but that happened you know, to me
2: with, at a party tonight Corey my brother's like hey blah 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 I was like what and you're like you're mean- you
1: the worst you're worst than yeah. Corey
2: <laughs> I was like, no, I said you you should hang out with Corey. You're almost as bad as he is. But yeah, he just blurted it out like as if I would know because I, I he knows I have this podcast. And yeah, now I know st- ah God. But oh I think we should point out at this point, um, there's like a a widely known international sign for if you have gone dark and you're staying off social media, you're supposed to
0: whisper so that everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs> That's true. Dark times. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I'm so excited, guys! I'm so
1: so excited. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of weird now. Like now we're entering that kind of uh, surreal stage. You know what I mean? Where like honestly, like I mean, there's other reasons behind that, but I've had some some restless
0: sleep lately, and I know this has something to do with it as well. Uh I'm still sleeping as badly as ever, so I don't know that this is a, the Last Jedi is impacting that at all. But you know, you know what's weird is that I've been telling anybody who would listen. Going back a couple of weeks ago, I think I mentioned it to Tim and I mentioned it on the TSW roundtable. I don't have a blackout spo- a spoiler policy. I'll just, you know, I see which way the wind is blowing and you know, officially released stuff. I'll look at that. No problem. I'll look at as much as you want to give to me if it's officially uh, sanctioned stuff. I have done in a complete about face in the last, I don't know, 72, 96 hours, something like that. In the last yeah. four or five days, I've just been like, nope, I'm out of here. And I've just—I've not seen any of the new TV spots. It's just anything new. I'm—I've kind of just stayed away. I, I you know, there there was a, a a group that Mark at TSW had created, a safe place to discuss TLJ spoilers. I was part of it, and I just—I—I I, got to bail out of this for a few, for at least one more week.
2: Well, spoiler alert: Luke is cranky in this movie.
0: <laughs> 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 cranky old man, Luke. Oh God! I, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I was talking with Steve before, uh, Steve from San Diego Sabers. Like this week, the productivity is going to be at a complete all-time low. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to see some stats across that, like actual stats, because yeah, my mind's definitely going to be preoccupied. Hmm. I don't know. That, I don't know if I mean as big as Star Wars is for us. I don't know that it moves the needle that much across society. That you can measure a dip in productivity. Like you can like measure like that. The halo flu, right? The the halo flu.
1: There was that too. Comparable.
0: That's true. Oh, I, I yeah.
2: I don't know. I believe in the the happiness effect. If anything, the productivity should go up because everybody's going to be a little bit happier this week.
0: Oh, I'm going to be giddy this week for sure. Full of pins and uh, like I said before, pins and needles. Just just on nerves. Man, uh, man. are you so sure about that? Because. Uh, from what I've heard, lucky us, the temperatures could
1: be dropping to all-time lows for this season, along with lovely a uh, foot and a half of snow.
2: We're getting like uh, no, not a foot and a half. No, I it's heard, oh, sorry, I t- heard t- twenty t- centimeters. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, we're getting, we're, oh, we're getting so a foot of snow. Big deal. And it's coming two American days before yeah, the, that's, the last that's, Jedi. That's not so bad. We're fine. We're gonna be fine. We saw our friends in the UK struggling with, uh, with with a dusting over there, which I can understand. If you don't have snow tires and you're not prepared, it can create quite the mess. But I, you know, I think uh, Carlos gave us a heads up last week because we've been sort of unnaturally preoccupied with the temperature the day we go see a Star Wars movie. Why is it last that, year... that? Why is it that Thursday is always? ridiculously cold surely it's not going to happen again for a third year in a row oh yes it is so here's here's the rundown monday minus nine pretty cold tuesday minus four that's not too bad wednesday's back to minus nine thursday minus 13 come on that's that's f- not for you guys for you guys the... in the u.s uh that is nine degrees fahrenheit that is cold that's not that's not including the the wind chill factor, probably. Well, that's going to make it feel like minus six Fahrenheit. Ooh. Minus 21 for Celsius with the wind. So it's yeah, going to be just go. as cold as last year for Rogue One, when it, where I thought my brain was going to shrink and like fall out of my mouth. Unbelievable. And then the next day goes back up to minus nine, minus six for Saturday, minus three for Sunday. So yeah, just that, my, that th- Star Wars Thursday is just an absolutely freezing night.
1: It's a lot in life.
0: I guess so, man. All we really have to do,
2: though, is walk across a parking lot. I mean, it's not that bad. It's just the sitting in the car after at,
1: like, 1 a.m. That's kind of brutal.
2: You should get an automatic car starter. Mm,
1: That would be nice. Hmm. (laughs) So you know what this is? No, I
2: can't, actually. I have a a manual. You can, it's just a lot more expensive.
0: Yeah, you can definitely do that. You know, we're 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 10 minutes in here, and we haven't really spoken about anything, and you know why that is? Because so we have no show notes, and we're trying to fill up a podcast here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nobody's know, laughing. This is, this laughing. is
1: the last. Uh, that's it. I, I looked at the show notes. We did have some, but I mean, it's nothing like super grandiose uh, building up to the last Jedi. Like, but I, I feel it important that we do get our
0: excitement levels up there, and you know. Oh yeah, uh, we're going to do that tonight. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. So, this guys, I'm intending to keep. Almost totally spoiler-free. Uh, we're not talking about any of the new TV spots. Um, really, no, none of the news that has come out. We will get to a couple of pieces um, from the press, the press tour, but really, there's there's no plot stuff here. So this, I'm intending this to be, um, you know, completely safe for anybody who's trying to stay dark. I, I my hope is that by the end of this episode, you don't know any more about the Last Jedi than you did coming in, but yet you still got a nice dose of Star Wars talk to get help you get to Thursday. So that's the deal. That's how we're trying to attack this podcast. And then for next week, um, the idea is, and I mentioned this in my email to the powerful friends uh, attached to, to uh, Worthy of Recognition, for episode 106, what I want is for as many of you guys as possible or who want to do it, send us a voicemail with your just your knee jerk thoughts to the last jedi. So once you get home or once you get into your car, grab your phone, just spit into that mic. You're just tell us how blown your mind is or isn't. Tell us what was fantastic for you, what worked, what didn't. Uh all and- hands free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, safety first, guys. Um yeah, but no no we don't need questions for episode 106. That's going to be our obviously our our the last jedi review episode. It will be sp- spoiler filled. Um, and it's going to be all hands on deck here at Tumbling Saber. We're going to be talking nothing but the movie for how, as long as it takes. Uh, but we, it's, it's we, going to be like a, a submarine under red alert. As soon as the last jet is done to prepare show notes and stuff, man. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, yeah, I'll have seen it twice. I think you guys are going to have seen it once before we get, get to recording. So yeah, it's going to be tough to go real deep on some stuff. I think you don't know, man, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. But we're 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 gonna to do our best and we're going to uh talk about The Last Jedi in all its spoiler-filled glory for as long as we need to. But uh Tumbling Sabre is not Tumbling Sabre without you guys, uh the powerful friends, etc. Uh so like I said, instead of your questions, just give us your 30-second thoughts or sixty second thoughts or two minutes thoughts, just yeah just just get get uh, your your thoughts over to us. We we want to hear from you for episode 106. Let's have or a both. huge the last Jedi party on the podcast. Questions questions and uh, reviews. If yeah, well, I guess if you have questions about the movie, send them over to us. That's that's fine, but uh you might maybe you might need a couple of viewings before you really start asking questions. I don't know. It's up to you guys, but send us your voicemails pertaining to The Last Jedi your thoughts, and questions if you if you are so compelled. All right, uh, a couple notes about uh, Tumbling Saber Industries, <laughs> as it were. Uh, so I created a Facebook group. I, I figured that, you know, I, I was thinking that the Facebook page sucks. There's no traction there. You guys aren't able to post stuff up in there. Um, at least not to the extent that uh, would, would help really generate much conversation. So we now have a public-facing Facebook group. So, feel free to come hang out there. <clears throat> and, for, you know, for the next week, obviously, let's keep uh, spoilers out of it. But anything else is free games. So, you know, go in, hop in there, uh, start throwing stuff at the walls, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have some more fun there. And secondly, also, pretty cool news. I'm happy about this. Um, you can now find Tumbling Saber Podcast on Spotify. I adore Spotify. I love it enough to pay for, for uh, a membership. And when I f- saw the door open to, uh, to to get your podcast registered, I jumped through that hoop, and happy to say that we are now in there. So, Ooh. if you're a Spotify user and you enjoy that, you can uh, you can add us.
2: Spotify's great.
0: Yeah, I That's love Spotify, good, man. Good move. Yeah, even even the free version is pretty cool. Just every now and then, every second or third song, you get these boisterous ads that are fifty percent louder than the music you're listening to. But other than that, uh, you know. If you listen to the whole ad, they'll they'll, they'll let
2: you go uh 30 minutes ad-free. Fair enough. If you don't skip the ad. Fair enough. Yeah they'll let,
0: yeah, that's not bad. Fair enough. Yeah, that that's not so Thursday's gonna be a good day. You're gonna get to hear the Last Jedi soundtrack, and uh on Friday you'll get to hear the next uh Powerful Friends Friday transmission from us. Okay, uh Corey, collecting update this week. Anything for you? Actually, uh, it's a big no. Um,
1: Well, I kind of got one thing to say, actually, (laughs) but um, I didn't really go out looking this week. You know, uh, next week I plan on doing most of my shopping. I went out the past couple of weeks, and like I said, I I found Leia, which I was super happy about. Other than that... Didn't um, didn't you order that? Or are you talking about the 6-inch? 6-inch. Right. Yeah, yeah. So... um, yeah, other than that, um basically been ordering stuff online and I just kinda of found out this week, which is kinda of somewhat disappointing because I ordered a bunch of stuff off online on November twentieth. Now, um I only like I've been corresponding with the guy and I only found out this last oof, Thursday, I believe, that the the product had shipped and the shipping uh the receiving date is like the twentieth or something and I was like, Come on, man, like I really, really wanted to have it for um, the Last Jedi, right? Like, anyhow, uh, like I wanted to. It's it's for people that I'm going to see dinner with, or see the movie and have dinner with. You know, (laughs) so hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping. I know it's shipped. I got an email today. I'm tracking it, but man, it's gonna be tight if anything. Um, So that kind of sucks. And there was a second package going out to someone else across the world, and I was like, Yo, this needs to land like quickly, man. Like you should have told me, you know, that like you hadn't shipped it yet. He's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. He's like, I'll, uh, I'll ship it express, you know, on
0: on his dime. So at least there was that. Well, this is the worst collecting update ever because you're not telling us what you're getting. Yeah, it's all <laughs> secrets. <laughs> secrets. Um, I have a short collecting update this week. So I, I did a quick toy run at uh, our local Walmart and Toys R Us. I had my hands on Black Series Finn in his First Order disguise. Good looking figure. Ultimately, I passed it up because I had an armful of goodies for the kids for Christmas, and then just the extra twenty bucks just didn't seem worth it. So, which which figurine the the Imperial one? Finn first order disguise. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I got officer them. outfit. Um, so yeah, I put it down. I may come to regret that, but so far so good. Then I hit o- when o- yeah. o- went over to Walmart. Listen to the nerd room. They're 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 saying that that should that
1: should that one should hang around along with Poe.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it was already cut from you know regular twenty nine to down to nineteen, so that's not a, yeah I'm not I'm not too worried. Um, and then I I went over to Walmart, and Walmart's just been coming up empty for me almost all over the place, no matter what. So I'm flipping through the three and three quarter figures, just about to come up empty, and literally the last three figures on the last uh, post that I look at, there it was Island Journey Ray, Jedi Exile Luke. And General Leia. Boom! What a sweet score. So that's a second wave Luke? Second wave Luke, baby. Did you get it for me? Nope. Did you get it for me? <laughs> so funny. It's all mine. Another Luke that I own that you uh, want.
2: Kyle, do me a favor. Don't tell him this stuff because now I got to hear him beg.
0: <laughs> Not only will it beg. You know what's funny? Well, uh, you know, I'm looking at the artwork of Luke on this package <laughs> and his hair is completely tussled. He's got this look on his face and he he looks like a wet scowled like a a wet dog who's just been like completely berated <laughs> by his owner. And I'm 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 picturing Cory's face instead of Mark Hamill's here. Like, yeah, this is Cory begging for this figure right now. I'll That's send you guys a picture force... after. It's it's a hilarious picture. That's when I start force choking you after <laughs> No, nope, but that's that's you know what you got, I heard you on uh, on the nerd room Corey, good job, uh, another good episode. Uh, so you guys fun. you guys talked about your your best collecting score of 2017, right? So I I, th- I thought what's mine? And although the the answer is and always will remain X Wing Luke, this is right there. I mean, this is right up there. This this is the these are the three three and quarter figures that I wanted. You know, I'm I'm almost ready to. Say I'm done collecting three and three quarter figures.
1: Where did you find them?
0: Walmart. Local one.
1: Wow. P Town? No, no, no.
0: Not there. Um in Vaudreuil.
3: Oh, you bastard.
0: Yeah, man. That's my spot. It's my spot now. I'm taking over. Yep. It's, it's okay. I got I got those three. Um, and that that's probably my best, I think my probably my happiest score of 2017, including Force Friday stuff. You know the other thing I noticed about this figure is when you look when I look really closely at at Luke's robes, you know, underneath that leatherish poncho he's wearing, the weave uh, and texture of the of his black uh, tunic looks a lot like Kylo Ren's suit. A lot. Interesting. I wonder if there's something going on there. They took a sewing class together on Acto, or. Jedi mending class, Jedi weaving, yeah, Jedi tunic weaving, wouldn't surprise me. It's like meditating, I suppose so. If you want to call it that, but yeah, that's it. I'm I'm happy with that score for today. I, I wasn't going to put those back, so I figure I, I swapped out. Uh, and there was no duplicates. Nope, it was the only three of those three figures. Bastardo. You know what though? The, the Ray figure and the Leia figure, not nice, man. Not nice sculpts.
1: That's what I'm saying, man. Like if you ever get your hands on a Gamora from, uh, guardians of the galaxy, look at the sculpt on that star Lord, uh, man, they're like so good in comparison. That's what I don't understand.
0: I, I will say this, you know, I, I was never really super impressed with the packaging design for the last Jedi figures, but it's the portrait of Leia and Ray and, and to an extent Luke, because it's so funny. Um, they save this these figures for me. Otherwise, you know, I'm just I'm just happy to have them. Okay, collecting yep. update. Represent update man. over, man. Yeah, I'm
1: jealous. Jelly, be jelly, be jelly. Did you just name the episode? The Begging's
2: coming. <laughs> be jelly,
0: uh, guys. Okay, so well, I guess we'll we'll slowly dip into whatever news there is here. Uh, but it sounds like a Disney and Fox deal is imminent. So this is not necessarily Star Wars related, but it is. it could have huge ramifications for nerddom, right? Like, this could be Disney getting its hands on X-Men and Fantastic Four and putting them back where they belong at Marvel. Does that have you fired up or what? And not only that, we got Avatar, Alien, uh, God, there's all kinds of franchises. Simpsons. Oh, Fox was... I mean, Simpsons are always fine under Fox. I'm not worried about that. I'm I'm primarily thinking of X-Men and Fantastic Four, which have been Oh yeah, that's that's very the long That's
1: I just need to bring those up just because that's all that's been on my mind is the unification of the MCU really. That universe would be so cool. And with everything that's going on right now in the current MCU with Infinity War and the possibilities of what can come from the aftermath. If they sign this deal prior, they can start planning around their future involving, you know, X-Men and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. James, what about you over there? Is does does having X-Men and Fantastic Four back at Marvel thrill you or are you so sort of dismayed by comic book movies that eh whatever?
2: No, I like what Marvel's doing. I think Marvel's getting it right more often than than they're not or at least at least as often. And I think it's great. I, although I mean, you know, Deadpool might be the best superhero movie I've seen in recent memory, and, you know, that was under a different umbrella. So uh, there's something to be said for the the small guy getting a crack at stuff, Look, independent takes on things. And I I do worry or wonder if one parent company owning everything at some point becomes uh, a problem. But the way, you know, the way we set up our pool to to point out the fact that the parent company leaves... um, you know, these smaller companies alone to do their own thing. That seems to be the the, the pattern that we've seen so far. Um, So, yeah, I guess, I I guess I'm excited about it because it means, it means that the writers will get to, to include more characters that, that obviously everybody likes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this creates so much potential in what we could get in MCU movies. And I'll, I'll leave that. I'll leave those nitty gritty details to the guys at the nerd room. Um, but yeah, that has me incredibly excited. And the only downside to this, you know, if it's sixty billion dollars as reported, I'm afraid of what Rupert Murdoch does with that sixty billion dollars and and funding his cuckoo banana uh, news machine. Like they they are just the maybe, worst. Maybe he'll
2: build a wall. Maybe he'll <laughs> waste it all on on a ten foot wall. That'd be great.
0: Oh God! And James, you kind of alluded to it. Disney owning Fox now. Like is do you, I have no clue. I am not a lawyer. I have no clue, but this is at some point antitrust has to come up, doesn't it? Uh, How do you mean I... Fox, you know Fox does they will retain rights to their news department and well, a few that, other Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, but I mean Disney's just going to own too much. <laughs> Oh, it's,
4: it's, it's because,
1: that's it's like a monopoly almost. Like we, I think last year we said what they were close to like twenty five percent of all movies. Then the following year, twenty six, uh, seventeen. Well, I don't even know anymore, but I, I know like the number's just been growing. Where it's like they're a third of like the movie industry's profits, and it'll only grow from there if they swallow this uh, company up as well.
0: Uh, yeah, I, well, there are other studios out there, and. Um... I guess that's what saves that conversation from happening. I I imagine that if antitrust was a thing here, we'd already be talking about it. How complicated must it be to work that kind of deal out? But, um, 60 billion dollar deal. A little bit. (laughs) Can't even imagine it. Um, yeah, but anyway, that's, there's a little non-Star Wars tangent for you. Did you guys know that there's one really awesome cameo in The Last Jedi? Yep. And we're not talking about, uh, Tom Hardy or, uh, is it Justin Theroux? I could say it. You want to say it? Who is it? I mean, does this, I mean, okay, this is a, no, it doesn't, it was in a magazine. It 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 wasn't a magazine magazine cover. It's not a spoiler guys. Don't bail out on this. Corey, go ahead. Gary Fisher, baby. Gary Fisher. (laughs) You know, Leia's Leia's little puppy doggy. Yep. So uh, an 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 eagle-eyed part of the Kanto cast. It's it's hilarious. Like I I remember reading or seeing that that image and not thinking twice about it. I remember seeing it's it's basically Gary Fisher, but his face has been digitally altered to look like some sort of three eyed weirdo French bulldog. I I can't believe it took this long for somebody to go, is that Gary? And for Ryan Johnson exactly. to go, yeah.
1: Like, they like he was like good eye. Like and this has been out there for a while. And like I like you said, there's
0: no one who brought it up whatsoever. It's super interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so nice to see that. That's gonna be cool just to, just to spot him in the flick. Oh boy, there's one thing Gary Gary Fisher has on us guys. He's been in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Bastard. All right, guys. So next, I th- I think I want to talk about some of these reviews. The, these early reviews. We we had the red carpet premiere, and the critics are going a little bit nuts. And I, I tweeted earlier. On on Sunday, just, I I can't keep my focus anymore. Reading these reviews, my expectations now are starting to get away from me. And we talked last week about, uh, geez, is this going to be the best Star Wars movie ever? And Corey flippantly.
2: (laughs) I I think it is. I I really think it is. Sorry. I'm pretty sure it is. That's what he said.
0: I'm pretty sure it will be. (laughs) I really think it's likely. I think that's what he said. And then I was like, Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, so, at this point, we should, I'll, I'll take a step back and just say we've roped in another powerful friend to the pod here. So, this is becoming a real commiserative thing. Uh, Carlos, say hi, man. Hi, man. How's it going? <laughs> Carlos! <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, so, Carlo, Carlos, oh, yeah. Um, Carlos knows the podcast window. He saw my tweet about, I can't keep my focus. I can't, uh, I'm losing control. And you decided you you you're probably feeling the same way and just wanted to get on here and have have a therapy session.
5: Oh, I'm as giddy as a gerbil on Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't know. Is I don't know what thing? that means. Okay. I don't, no, it's not. I
0: just, <laughs> I just made it up.
2: <laughs> Is that a thing?
0: He says. Yeah. I don't know. Do people give gerbils like turkey carcass for Thanksgiving? I don't know. I don't know. I think the tryptophan works differently on them, so I figured, you know, I don't know. Either way. All right, let's let's get back to these reviews. These these incredible reviews, and I, I actually haven't heard a review yet. <clears throat> Me so neither. I've been yeah. These are all spoiler free. Yeah, I just heard a couple of
5: people gloss over pretty much the overall reaction, but I haven't heard an individual review yet.
0: All right, so I, I, it's these are all just tweets, so. Take that as you will. These are very summarized thoughts and these are all from people and with spoiler a blue check mark. Right? Totally spoiler free. They're not allowed. These guys are not allowed to give any details about the movie uh lest they never get invited back. So totally sterile uh spoiler free stuff here. And so Ryan Parker, I don't know who any of these people are, but like I said they all have the blue check mark which which probably means they're a prominent critic. It's amazing. All caps. Just amazing. Have a lot to process but wow and Aaron stop yelling at us Ryan Jeez, <laughs> we heard you Aaron <laughs> Couch The Last Jedi is incredibly satisfying and hands down Mark Hamill's best performance as Luke Skywalker interesting <gasps> Peter Sharetta from Slash Film. I think we all know that guy uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi is so very different exciting surprising so many emotions so many amazing moments stay away from spoilers we will God. We're trying. Back off. Seriously. I'm not going to all these. There's, there's a lot. You tried
2: to spoil us before we got on the air. You tried to spoil <laughs> us. You're, you're the worst. <laughs> the worst. Watch Jimmy Kimmel, everybody. Shh.
0: Uh, <clears throat> this one from Joshua Yell. I am stunned by Star Wars The Last Jedi. I gasped. I laughed. I, scry- I screamed. I cried. And I had the time of my life. Ryan Johnson pulled it off, making what might be the best Star Wars movie ever. Look at that, Corey. He said might be. (laughs) He's not willing to go to likely yet. He only watched it once. (laughs) At least he saw it. Terry Schwartz says, There's a scene in Star Wars The Last Jedi that I keep playing over and over in my head that is so stunning and unexpected that I don't want to forget how I felt seeing it for the first time. This movie feels unlike any other Star Wars movie in all the ways I hoped. Shut him up. Shut him up, Kyle. I don't want to hear any more. Stop it. I don't know. There's there's more here. There's a lot more here. Dude! From the same Terry Schwartz. Not only are Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill at their very best as Leia and Luke in this movie, but Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver blow Ray and Kylo Ren out of the park. I didn't expect where those characters went, and it's my favorite part of the movie. Grey Drake. Holy wow, I'm stunned at Star Wars The Last Jedi. An adventure as epic and sweeping as all the other films combined. With laughs, tears, and moments that will make your head pop off, I cared about this movie. What a great feeling! These are pretty crazy, huh?
2: Toyota. Hey, I, I gotta, I gotta be honest. Like you're right. I'm worried about getting overinflated. Read some bad ones.
0: I'm, I'm trying, man. There, maybe there are some bad ones out there, but this is, this is one hit after another. I'll find there's a, there's a lukewarm one in here. I'll, I'll get to that one. <laughs>
1: lukewarm. <But> they, <laughs> looking back on the TFA too, they weren't. Actually,
0: I don't know if they were in this high of praise, but I remember hearing the same thing. J.J. Abrams did it. Like this, these ones, these ones are a, a notch above, I think. Anyway, this one from Perry Nemiroff. The Last Jedi floored me. Ryan Johnson and the team nail so much, thrills, laughs, heart, and most of all, pushing the characters slash overall franchise a major step forward. Some really rich material to explore in the future. Can't wait for more. Jen Yamamoto. The Last Jedi is so beautifully human, populist, funny, and surprising. I cried when one person of color, heroine, got her moment because films like these leave their mark on entire generations and representation matters. Huh. Go Rose. Adam Driver in the oh, this is from Whoa, Kyle Buchanan. You think she meant Rose? Sorry? You cracked that. No, no, you I, that I added you think she, I added Go Rose. <laughs> you think she meant Rose? That's interesting. I think that's I think she has to be talking about Rose. <laughs> uh, that was me editorializing <laughs> that that uh
2: I know I'm pointing out that it's sort of sad that there's really only one possible person that that could be. That's sort of sad, but, but good, but sort of sad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Kyle Buchanan says Adam driver in the last Jedi is uh, Adam driver in the last Jedi obligingly serves the most star Wars beefcake since Luke went sleeveless on Dagobah. Interesting. Okay. So here Mm -hmm. is the lukewarm one, the last Jedi a little too long and dragged in the middle, but great fun overall as good as the force awakens. Rogue One is better. I don't know. Is, oh. that, is that reading Probably. I don't know. More humor than Who expected. Great Star Wars moments. Mark Hamill is awesome. A worthy episode eight. That is the air quotes worst one. By J.J. Abrams.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: sounds like a millennial wrote that to me. Uh, no, this is from Scott Mentz, and he looks like he might be pushing middle age.
5: Yeah, yeah, he's definitely old school. Like the whole Rogue One thing gave it away to me that uh, he's definitely like uh, he still has a little. Okay, I'm not gonna say it. this is not Sith disturbers. So, um, you know, he's perching a little bit still from the OT. So, like, maybe that's it. I don't know. Drags too long. Who? Who? What Star Wars fan says a Star a Star Wars movie is too long?
2: Well, there the first cut was like three hours,
5: uh,
0: wasn't it, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, here's our friend Anthony Bresnikin, friend to all fandom. Luke was right. This is not going to go the way you think. The last Jedi will shatter you and then make you whole again. Ooh, the Bres saying that, eh? Because
1: he gave us all these <laughs> articles, and if he's been taken aback and surprised, yeah, oh yeah. All right, I'm
0: just gonna do a couple more here. The Bresniker. This, this, this list, this list goes on and on. I'm just gonna do a couple more. Uh, Eric Davis. The Last Jedi is absolutely fantastic. Gripping, touching, funny, and powerful with gorgeous shots and the most badass battles. When it gets going, holy crap does it get going. Hands down the best Star Wars movie since Empire. Uh, Let's see this one. James Viscardi. I think he used to work for Marvel. No hyperbole. The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Ryan Johnson and co. nailed it.
1: Oh, I like this guy's conviction.
0: (laughs) Okay, last last two here. So this is from Jermaine Lussier, who's a trusted uh, resource among Star Wars fans. Writes for Gizmodo, I think. Star Wars The Last Jedi is everything. Intense, funny, emotional, exciting. It's jam-packed with absolutely jaw-dropping moments, and I loved it so, so much. I'm still shaking. And this one, James Mangold, who directed uh, Logan. Massive congrats to my friend Ryan Johnson for the dazzling writing and directing work he shared tonight. Yes, a great chapter of a blockbuster franchise, spectacular and unpredictable, but also his voice his own voice shining through kudos. Wow,
5: look at that! I love that that last one that last one says a lot to me coming from another filmmaker to say that the writing was spectacular that kind of like lets. The last few little maybe doubts I had of, you know, um, uh, all the, the the throwback talk or all the the reboot talk, like yeah, that, that just yeah, gone. That's, it's gone. gone. It's over. Yeah.
0: Actually, you know, I'll read one more from Jermaine here. He, ha- he had a second tweet. I can't believe The Last Jedi exists. Ryan Johnson is a madman and I love him for it. He takes Star Wars to the edge and throws it over. What a crazy, awesome movie. We'll be talking about this one for a long, long time. Wow!
5: <laughs> wow!
0: Wow! Well, Ex- expectations <laughs> levels
1: rising.
5: That's
1: so, crazy,
0: man. Yeah, I, I, I think the reviews are slightly, slightly glowing.
5: They're so way better sounds, than the first right week.
0: Yeah,
5: I, I w- I don't, I, I'm jumping in here. I hope you guys don't mind. I really think, like, uh, I remember reading some of the reviews before The For- Force Awakens, and um, they were good, uh, but, you know, there was a lot of the whole, you know, oh, it brings Star Wars into the 21st century and all that type of stuff, you know. Um, it was a lot about, uh, you know, the cinematography and how, you know, it was there wasn't that much... Uh, about the story, per se, and now these, like, the last few there, it's like, the, he takes it to the edge and throws it over, and the writing is spectacular, and wow, like, I didn't need this film to be better than Empire, uh, you know what I mean? But, like, I'm getting that feeling that if, like, 50% of those guys think that it's better, like, that's already, we're in for a
0: we're in for a treat, boys. I think so, oh, man. I think so. And I, Hells, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I still think this movie is going to leave fandom a little bit shook like i think these guys are a little bit they're they're fans but i think they're also giving us a critical eye at the at the movie i still i'm still convinced we're going to walk into that theater and be a little bit uncomfortable we will acknowledge you know all the the great cinematography and the great writing great performances kick-ass action but i think whatever turns happen in the plot will we might be go that's weird man like i don't know I'm I'm kind of lukewarm on that right now. We'll see how I feel after a second, third viewing, two, three years from now, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, you're going to be like, I don't know, Corey, you were right. I don't know
0: if I like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So does that make you guys any more excited? James, are you any more excited or is it just water off a of duck's back? I'm trying to let it be
2: water off a of duck's back. I'm trying not to, because I, I... Expectation... Um, affects my enjoyment of things. Like I'm aware of that. So I don't want to go in overinflated and I'm already pre pumped. So I'm trying to take that with a grain of salt. You know, these people also were invited to an event that is incredibly exclusive and um, ego inflating, you know? So they're feeling like a million bucks coming out of there. So I'm not saying it's not an amazing movie, but I think you're likely to give a really good review. Under those
0: circumstances, yeah, you got you got buttered up a little bit, right? And maybe you're scratching the back a little bit. Not to take anything I, away not, from the I'm movie. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just I'm just trying to keep it. You know, I'm looking for
2: ways to keep it real, and so that's the kind of stuff I'm saying yeah, in my brain right
0: absolutely. now. Absolutely, that's
1: fair. Um, I'm on 100 100 same page there, James. Like, just yeah, you said it all there. <laughs> There's a value bomb. (laughs) Sorry, man. Like, I'm just on the same page.
0: Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, no, I think I think yeah. I mean, it's it's getting real tough to keep those expectations reined in. And yeah, but you got to try. That's the that's the point. Like James was saying, like you got to rein it in at one point because, like critics, that's
1: their job to really like if something's bad, they should bash it. Like whatever it is, maybe not bash it, but you know, critique it, whatever. But I mean, hearing these kind of things definitely raises expectation levels for me
5: i I look at it but i gotta
1: i gotta rein it in too
5: I, i look at it like this the one bad comment anybody said was that it was a little long and it slowed down in the middle like if that's the only thing like this guy was like he was like i think like grasping at straws to try to find something negative to say so it's like you know dude. Is, was everybody else afraid to say something, or I, I doubt it. I mean, these people have integrity. So there's, yeah, a, exactly. At a certain point, you know, you got you got to take what's being given to you.
1: Because, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle. You would know more, I, I think. But if, I don't know if you guys remember. I think right off the hop, I don't know if it was the reviews that came off the red carpet premiere, but there was already reboot rehash talk. Oh yeah, at that time. Yeah, sure. I didn't hear one review saying re-
0: reboot, rehash of Empire. Nope. Anything you just said? Nope. Nope. That talk is dead, 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 dead. I mean, the only rehashy type stuff, if you want to even call it that. Walkers in the middle part of the of the saga. Uh, a young a young person being trained by an older person. There you go.
1: I I, I don't know if you'll allow me here, Kyle, but I, I have a bit of a, a theory that can kind of allude to what we're talking about at the moment.
5: I don't know. We're a few days out, Corey. I don't know if you want to. I don't know if we want to pollute the it's, waters. It's
1: more a prediction. It's it's more a prediction that like there's nothing that's ever indicated that, but it's kind of a throwback to another film. Okay, you know what? Don't don't we'll,
0: do it now. We'll do it at the end of the show. That way, if people want to, I don't want people to start cutting out now. Well, I don't think it's. Good. I don't know.
1: It's just a. I don't. There's nothing that's indicated it. You know what I mean? it's not spoilery. So
2: you
0: are the worst. The worst. <laughs> okay. <laughs> End of the show, we'll all have a shot to throw out <laughs> one more prediction or theory. Uh, that way, if people want to just leave at the end of the show, before we do our predictions, they can do so. But otherwise, we'll keep the meat of the show nice and spoiler-free. Some people just don't even want to let their thoughts wander back into the movie at this point. So let's let's just keep it that way and give the option. We'll do that towards the end of the show. Um, okay, so it seems like, as you know, our confidence is growing in this movie and we we really think that Lucasfilm's confidence in this movie and in Ryan Johnson in particular are already through the roof hence why they gave him uh that that trilogy but now there's i don't know i got this off Dave Donovan he posted a picture uh to his facebook feed i don't know where it comes from it looks very official so i'm going to use it and you know if if it turns out not to be official Well, maybe I'll issue a press release and a mea culpa. But Lucasfilm seems to be submitting this movie in an awful lot of Oscar categories. And I don't know if that is uh, standard operating procedure that they just always submit. Because I didn't see anything for Rogue One and I don't remember seeing anything for TFA. But I think Lucasfilm has submitted this to, I don't know, is it the MPAA they submit this to or whatever? But for your consideration, in all categories, they've submitted this for Best Picture, produced by Kathleen Kennedy and Ron Bergman. Wow. Uh, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Actor for Mark Hamill, Best Actress for Daisy Ridley, uh, Best Supporting Actor. They've given nods to... Sorry, I shouldn't... No, I'm not going to say nods. It makes it sound like they're actually getting nominated. This is just Lucasfilm saying, we want you to consider these guys. Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Benicio Del Toro, Andy Serkis, and Donald Gleeson. All for supporting? All for supporting. Wow. Best supporting actress. Carrie Fisher, Gwendolyn Christie, Laura Dern, Kelly Marie Tran. Best cinematography. Best film editing. Best production design. uh, Best costume design. Best makeup and hairstyling. Best sound mixing. Best sound editing. Best visual effects. Best... Original score. I don't know how many uh, of these are legit claims. But, man, they seem really pleased with this flick. I gotta ask you guys
1: this. like, Having just heard this, this kind of just popped in my head. There's been a lot of times in the past, like I love watching the Oscars. I usually wait till the end. I I love the in-memoriam and all that. But, you know, I've seen Star Wars lose quite a few times in certain categories where I'm just like, and even not that many pertinent categories, but just imagine that the, there were, I'll say, I'll give it to you, James, like in a, a, a Lord of the Rings equivalent um, from Return of the King for Star Wars, where you're just an Oscar sweep for Star Wars. We've never seen that before. Imagine, imagine that for this film. Like How are we going to feel about that?
2: A fantasy film can't win 10, 11, 12 Oscars. It's impossible. Oh wait, that happened. Okay, but a exactly. sci-fi a sci-fi film cannot win ten, eleven. Well, I guess maybe we'll see, eh?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't even consider Star Wars so much sci-fi as I do fantasy. Really,
0: I think it's still. Well, f- Alistair Stevens can, still can clear sci-fi. that up. <laughs> that's true. In fact, he did. But uh, that's that's neither here nor there.
2: Did, did, you sounded a lot like him there. Uh, did did you listen? So obviously, you listened to that to that one. Um, he he knows himself some Star Wars. That that was a good pod.
0: Oh yeah, he yeah inside out man. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, James, you, you're I I like to call you our, our resident Oscar expert. Oof. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe formerly Oscar <laughs> expert. He just likes nah. dressing up in a tux. I do
2: like wearing a tux, so I'll I'll take the title.
0: This I mean, I don't know if you can shed any light, but this it sounds like this movie is going to just be. Like rock solid from all the technical standpoints to all of the uh, the bigger uh, points like director and writing and all this stuff, the, the actors. Kind of like A to Z. A to Z,
2: yeah. It looks like <laughs> that's a submission list, um, right? So we don't know for sure what's going to get nominated, but I'll say... If they if they if they lock down some of the acting and, and directing, if they get if they get nominated there, that that already is sort of a victory because Star Wars has been special effects nominated and and uh, makeup and costumes. Best score. They, they've, yeah, they've been there. Best score. Yeah, they've been there before. Yeah, technical stuff. But even just getting nominated in a, in a bunch of, uh, I guess we'll call them more legit because like it's snobby to look at it that way. That they should all be sort of held with the same weight, but they're not. And uh, if they, you know if they if they get best actress or even best supporting um director if they get some of those i think that's a win in and of itself
0: yeah yeah and i i I would i'd imagine star wars has never been sort of lauded for its writing or acting or directing
2: that where it started come on it's it was it it was very popular but the academy laughed at the models and the and the hairy wookies and there, there was no chance that they ever foresaw this day coming where we have that many nominations. I don't no, think.
0: this this sounds like it might be the first movie that is so good they can't ignore it. That they might have to give somebody something in one of these weightier categories. You can think uh, Return of the King. <clears throat> <laughs> well, that, that's an interesting point. So, like, I think a lot of people maybe see the Return of the King sweep as sort of a nod to Peter Jackson for the, the entirety of what he had done. Would you agree with that, James? Ah, uh, I think it was yes, and but I'd add to that. I think it
2: was also a nod to J.R.R. R. Tolkien. I think it was a nod to the, like the source material too.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So, you know, it's it's hard to think that you know a three part story. Like, I I don't know that the middle part's gonna walk away with the like the big sweep, so to speak and i also don't think episode mm. 9 hm. I, I don't think jj abrams is in the same uh category as far as writing and directing goes i think he's much better at the like the bubblegum stuff than than ryan johnson might be but imagine the same sort of thing where here's here you go guys here's a not a, a, a like a windfall of awards for episode 9 and it all goes to jj J. abrams when it maybe ryan johnson who deserved or who underpins so much of that? Yeah, that would be crappy, wouldn't
5: it? It would be crappy. It's I, diff- go ahead, James.
0: Um just quickly, it's different in this case
2: because it was one director for the three movies, all shot at once, whereas for Lord of the Rings, I mean, so they could wait if 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 there was an idea of of giving it to Peter Jackson as a nod for the whole thing, they could wait till the third one. Whereas they can't do exactly. that here. So Mm, i think i think if if they think it's the best one even though it's the middle of the saga it will it will get the big windfall and they you know they can't really wait for nine so it could happen so
5: i have two i have two things sorry Corey, i just wanted to jump in before i forgot my thought I, i the only two things i have here are um first of all if maybe episode nine becomes better because episode eight was so good i think that's where uh, George uh, and and the the OT kind of fumbled a little bit with Return of the Jedi uh, compared to you know they had so much opportunity to do such a great thing and there was no uh, you know other episodes to mirror off of uh, so you didn't have those complaints they could have gone anywhere and I think they fumbled that but I, in this in this situation with would, it would, especially like I said with the critics talking about the writing in particular like. I, I think the door's wide open here and considering uh, brings me to my second point. Maybe Lucasfilm is taking this opportunity to look, looking at the movies that came out in the last year and saying, you know what? We better just front load, you know, uh, all our nominations because we actually have a shot here seeing as, I don't know how many great movies there were this year. Like uh, I, I Usually, this is the time of year where people start talking Oscar. I think the nominations come out uh, end of December or beginning of uh, January. James,
2: uh, yeah, in the new year. Yeah,
5: so I think you know the timing of this, uh, of even even this story being leaked, is already training people's minds, and I think they're actually shooting to get these prizes. You understand what I'm saying, Kyle? Like they, they they're actually like we have a shot here. Let's push. This is a big push. For the last Jedi. Yeah, yeah it's, this is this it's is like this December. is like a, a, a
0: team in sports who says, you know what, guys, the the teams in our division in our conference, they're not very good. If we add a player or two, let's front, let's load up right exactly. now and go for it.
3: Yeah.
0: Corey, you had something to say? Huh? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go out there. I think you
1: like the the word you said was flippantly. I'm just gonna go out there and say that uh, it's most likely gonna be like an Oscar sweep for the last <laughs> Jedi. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'll give them three. How about three?
1: Uh, how about uh, eight? I like the number. Yeah, eight wins. Eight. I like it. Eight. Wins how many nominations?
5: Man.
1: Oh man, twelve. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa!
5: <laughs> okay, you know what? We'll 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 save this for when the nominations actually come out, and we'll we'll do a little. Uh, we'll have a little fun with it. Oh man, eight of twelve. Okay, James,
0: you'll okay. have to come back on for that.
2: Yeah, we should bet some calamari. I could eat for yep. free on that bet for nice. sure.
0: Wow. I'm gonna say no more than three wins and maybe maybe five nominations. I just don't I I don't see the Academy Is it nominated for Best Film? I didn't hear you say yes. yeah, Best, best film. Picture. Yes. Okay, yes. Cool. Right off the top. It was the first one. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll say five nominations, three wins. Which even at that I think I'm I'm being generous.
5: I think three okay. is a a mm-hmm. huge success for a movie. <laughs> I, I like want to see it.
0: At least an
2: actor, We're betting in the blind. We haven't even seen our cards yet. We're just, we're just, we're, doing, we're betting absolutely just, yeah.
0: we, we'll come back to this. Maybe we'll come back to this as soon as episode 106, right? We can just say, "What guys, what do you think? Is this Oscar worthy to you? Yeah. That, that touches back on my poker
1: days as well, man. I seriously remember doing that back in the day where people were just like, like let's just blind up before we even see our cards, man. You want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. You know, like starts just like anting up like more than you should be, like your blinds.
5: Yeah, I'm just taking my cues from Lucasfilm, and just the fact that this actually came out uh, like before the movie even premiered, like it, it's it's kind of I don't know. I, I I think they know what they're doing, and just opening that conversation is opening people's minds to accepting that part of the conversation. I don't know. That's just me. I, I, my life experience tells me that you know there's a little smoke here, a little smoke right around the corner. <laughs>
0: so uh yeah yep hard to argue with that okay let's let's jump into what little news we do have this week uh so the press junket is well underway the press tour is in full effect and ryan johnson sat down with collider and one of the things we learned is that the first cut of the last jedi was over three hours long and he chopped out a lot of stuff that he really really liked like scenes that he loved, that were fully developed, uh, that we will eventually we'll see on the Blu-ray as part of the deleted scenes reel. Um, and and the movie is like already down to two and a half hours. But are, like, how do you guys, are, Carlos? I'll start with you. The idea of a director's cut, like Ryan Johnson sees this movie as the director's cut, and we're not going to get another version of this movie. Are you down with that? Like the first version should be the final, or? Do you wish they would stuff in a couple extra scenes here and there?
5: Um, When I hear the words director's cut, I think of uh, Kevin Smith's Daredevil and how his director's cut was actually way better than the original. Um, I think it kind of told the story better. Um, I'm not saying that this is, you know... I mean, whittling it down to two and a half hours from three hours, maybe it helps tell the story better. Maybe, you know, there's a, a flow that um you can achieve in two and a half hours uh i i'm i'm the type of person is if save that material save that material because maybe it'll find its way in episode nine as part of a backstory or part of something it'll make jj's job easier and knowing that ryan had his fingers on nine makes me feel a little bit better <laughs> you know what i mean so oh, yeah uh, as far as the whole director's cut thing like I don't even buy Blu-rays anymore, so I'm just buying them on iTunes. I get a a few featurettes here and there. I don't know how much I got compared to somebody who bought a Blu-ray and actually had maybe uh, tons of deleted scenes that I didn't get on iTunes. I'm unaware of the difference between what I have on my featurette compared to a Blu-ray. But I'd be pissed if I bought it on iTunes and then there was like, we have 20 minutes of extra footage here from the movie that was cut. Mm, yeah. And, and if that's so yeah, beautiful, yeah. you know, that's such an amazing shot or it's an idea that kind of plays, uh, you know, behind the scenes or uh, helps to tell the backstory a little bit better, you know, then why spoil that? If that piece of information, obviously it wasn't good enough to make the last Jedi. So maybe, maybe it was good to leave it on the floor. I don't know. I, I just, I want as much quality from Ryan Johnson as possible that's that's just my take on it
1: but i think what it boils down to really almost is um like the average moviegoer two and a half hours is still a bit of an ask like he's saying straight up man like make sure he's like he, he recommended a uh, stop drinking fluids around like you know mid afternoon time you know <laughs> to watch the film so does that take into consideration a bit as well like uh I agree, I really do hope we see the deleted scenes. Like I wanna see this footage, like that Wiener critic that said like it's too long or whatever, or a bit too long and you know, like any Star Wars fan would really wanna consume anything they kinda give us, especially if it's Ryan Johnson approved, like he liked this he liked what he had filmed, just said, you know, like Carlos said, it's uh you know, it could kinda I can kinda trim it a bit to make it this even number of two thirty. And you know it's it's fully complete at that point as well. Uh, but I just really do hope we get to see it at that point. Like I, I don't necessarily need a definitive director's cut. If he says this is my definitive di- director's cut, I I trust him at this yeah. point.
2: I love, I love how protective Star Wars fans are. He's, he, this Back off, a, <laughs> James! This critic is a wiener critic because he said it was too long. And then Corey immediately challenged his Star Wars fandom at its core. Any real Star Wars fan would want to see all three hours of the movie. So he's not a real fan like me, who already loves it as my favorite, even though I haven't seen it. <laughs>
1: And it's gonna be—you forgot that it's—you forgot that it's gonna be sweep the Oscars,
5: James. That's why um, he's the I best love... and the worst. That's that's why.
2: I love how protective we are, um, or Corey is anyway. But uh, I'll say I'll say about editing. It just always concerns me when edits happen for time. I don't, like I get if if someone says to me like Yeah, I had three hours of footage and it ended up with two and a half hours of footage because." That's what I ended up with after I edited it to, like, what I was happy with. Then I'm like, yeah, man, that's awesome. But if the director was like, here's my movie, it's three hours, and they were like, eh, eh, eh and now it's two and a half hours? That sucks.
1: No, I'd see at this point, like, the, the amount of creative freedom they've given him, I'm pretty sure they would have made him – let him make the film that he wanted to, you know? Like, he seems yeah, responsible m- enough to uh, have make it, made his own decision.
0: Yeah, I think this is where having the writer and director be the same person – place to your advantage because he if he he needs to get it down for time i think he knows when and how where and how to do that
2: i'm sure that's true but i hope there's an extended edition at some point in the future because they're always better or just about always
1: uh, (sighs) or like i said at least uh there's a deleted scene from jedi that i really enjoyed man um like pretty much right after they get out of jabba's palace you ever seen that one where they're kind of like walking to the Falcon in a sandstorm. Yeah. And you get to see them all kind of like in different garb, like a really uh, different kind of feel for star Wars or the sandstorm goggles, scarves around their faces, handkerchiefs on their mouth. Like I was like, yeah, this is, I'm feeling this, you know? Yeah. It's a cool
0: scene, but it, it really does nothing. Like exactly. So you cut it and you move the dialogue from that scene, like to a radio transmission between two ships as they, as they make, for their next destination. So that's yeah, it just it exactly kept the story moving. You're trimming the yeah, fat
5: exactly. It just kept the story moving further, uh, further along. I want to get your guys' take on this. Uh, what what if Episode Nine comes out, and the the, the 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 title comes up, Star Wars Episode Nine, and then right under Part One, what if they split Part Nine or Episode Nine into two parts? Would you accept that as part no. of like, no. You
0: know? Yeah. <laughs> what, one, Not gonna... one
5: year apart one year no. apart because they're filming the whole thing right
1: because <laughs> then they get that that, that that brings us we've had this conversation many times will they give us Star Wars episode X for 10 you know to, to round everything out or whatever it is or to start a new trilogy but uh... because you
5: look at like a, a show like Walking Dead like they'll, they'll have like uh, usually it's between uh, 44 and 47 minute long episodes sometimes it's 52 but then you get closer to like an hour and six minutes the the actual runtime of the episode, so it's like, you know, sometimes the story is longer, like in, in Ryan Johnson's case, it was a three hour. Um, I don't think you could have split that in two. But I, I'm just I'm just thinking like, you know, hypothetically, if there's a killer story in front of JJ and he says we can cut this, we can cut this in half and make two parts. So ep- so episode nine is actually in two parts it's it's not doable it's not acceptable. I, I know i think
0: it breaks too much with with the way star wars is is made oh star wars is about to be unmade though
2: wait till you see this movie <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah within the within the the, the one episode structure I, I like movies they have done that right like, i think harry potter did that if i'm not mistaken i think twilight did that kill bill was supposed to be a one, uh, one three-hour movie ended up getting split into two. I, I I, don't know if that's whose call that is. I don't know if that's a studio going, we can double dip. Well, you know, why make bank off one release when we can clearly... There's enough demand here for us to do two releases and double up. Like, Star Wars could easily do that. There's, I, don't, I have no, no, no trouble believing they could make episode nine... Four hours long and split into two-hour movies. To two two-hour movies. They could do that, but I don't think they will. I really don't. Good question. Yeah, though. I don't know if I'd like it anyway. Yeah,
5: I don't know. I I I just look at it like, especially when we found out that the Last Jedi starts right away from the end of the Force Awakens. Like it's kind of, if you think about it every episode kind of there was a, a bit of a time gap in between right so I, I don't know i kind of felt like this could be like you know the force awakens again or you know like obviously it's not from what we're hearing but i, I, I that that idea came into my head because of that because of the fact that there's no uh no time jump in between uh, episode seven and eight so I was just uh, asking that question, you know? I don't know, it's interesting. I w- I would love it, to know. It is what's... a valid
0: question. And soon Disney's going to have a $60 a $60 billion purchase to finance. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know they maybe they'll say, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, this is a nice way to pull in a couple billion extra dollars. Let's do it." I, I I don't know if I'd be down with that, but uh they could decide to do that. Anyway, so I I you know what this might get me into some trouble. But I, if you believe that the director's cut, and I'm, I'm not talking just with us four guys here, but anybody out there, like if you're the a type of person who believes that the director's cut is the definitive vision that we should all accept and live by, then you have no business demanding the original version of Star Wars. The original version of A New Hope. Because that means special editions or George's definitive vision. That's the director's cut.
5: Look, a lot of a lot of Ridley Scott's stuff. Uh, every time it comes out to DVD, the, he always has uh, a, a director's cut. They're not always better. The only the the how can I say this? The positive spin that I took was from Daredevil, but there are other director's cuts that are like, okay, whatever, like you know. And if if you're gonna if you're gonna throw the OT the special editions into that, then yeah, I mean, like, no, go back to what was there, like. You know what I mean? I don't think you could say the director's cut is always the definitive cut. I, I don't I don't believe... I, I'm not in that camp. I don't believe that to be true. I don't know about you guys, but...
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> and there's another value bomb. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll, we'll move on from this. Uh, another Collider interview with Ryan uh, focusing a little bit on his new trilogy, uh, where he... Ryan just full out, flat out says that it's not going to be based in Knights of the Old Republic or the Old Republic, and it's. I, I think I think it's exciting to have a fresh start. I know a lot of people wanted to see something in the Old Republic, or even even a reboot or a, a vision on screen of Knights of the Old Republic, but there was zero chance. There was never one percent of a chance. That Ryan Johnson was going to do that ever—that was just not happening. And you know, the minute you do that, you voluntarily step into a wasp nest of of fan expectations. And they—they're they're doing this; they're creating this this new trilogy to get away from that exact thing. So uh, I don't know how does how does this make you guys feel? Are you disappointed? In no Knights of the Old Republic, or is this a yeah okay? Let's let's move on now. I love it.
1: I I love it. Like. Kind of Kathleen Kennedy's ears perked up because, you know, uh, we've just heard the enjoyment that they've had in filming with Ryan Johnson. Like, everything just went so incredibly swimmingly. Like, they're both enamored with one another. Like, the freedom they gave him, what he produced, like, they're totally, totally in love with him. So, like, them giving him the keys to this, like, I don't know, just. (laughs) <laughs> sorry man okay, another Corey, value bomb Corey I'm, I'm, I'm gonna yes. help
5: refocus you what he wants to know is your opinion on not having Knights of the Old Republic be part of the trilogy <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what he wants to know sorry how do you feel about no Knights of the Old Republic I,
1: I, I think it's perfect I think okay, it's good. perfect okay. like the fact that what he said was you know moving away from that at this point and that's what that's again like leading back to what I was saying like that's what perked Kathleen Kennedy's ears up like okay, like, what do you got in store? Like, what are you thinking, kind of? You know, they were, it seemed like they are just having some kind of casual conversation. He's like, well, I, I, in my opinion, I think Star Wars should go in this direction, like, away from everything, you know, like, everything that we know. And I've said this since we heard the news, that I really hope that it goes to ancient, ancient stuff. Uh, so the two things it's pointing to right right now to me are ancient things, like, of the early origins of Jedi and the Force and all that stuff, or... Just like some completely new story in some far, far, far away, distant, unknown place in the galaxy that's just starting something new on their own. I don't so much see it being that. I hope it's somehow, even though it's not a part of the saga, I hope, you know, there could be little bits alluding to and just going back to the origins, man. I think that'll be, I think he's the guy to accomplish that. Easter eggs. You want Easter eggs? Yeah, like, you know, uh, not necessarily Chosen One or Prophecy, but maybe the writing of the book that Luke has in his, that, uh, the
0: forest tree. Uh, Sure. I mean, even, uh, I I, I don't know if we're all kind of assuming that he's going back to the past. We have, we still have no clue. No clue. But either way, KOTOR. uh, Take a hike. Like,
1: you, you, you said it, Kyle. Like, you can't do something like that like it's first of all it's based
0: on a video game and all that like like well, what do you think the people, reaction would th- be of, of among like really vocal and passionate fans of that time period if you said yeah i'm I'm revisiting the old republic people go nuts yeah but i'm not bringing darth Revan in people would lose their app ab- they would absolutely lose their minds how could you do that what? time period and not do Revan? just if that's what you're going to do do something else like that's what those people would say well, in the inverse
1: too, you see this all the time in the comic industry and all kinds, even in, in movies too, like uh, you take that character Revan and even though he's in our hearts, he's a part of KOTOR, you put him in the story that you have and it's, it has nothing to do with KOTOR, but you still have this character Revan kind of like the way they, he's still very similar, but Thrawn, they they, they completely
0: rebooted Thrawn, right?
1: Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so. I mean, they, they kind of, I felt like they de-aged him, but he's still the smart guy.
1: Yeah, but his story never counted like the the big story, uh heir to the empire, oh, you know? Well
0: yeah. I mean he they pull from that, but it's not fully realized yet in, in canon. But just something like that, you know? To be able to take that character and
1: like put him in a new story, like here's your Ravan from from Kotor, but this is a whole new thing like that would probably make people go crazy as well like you can't please them
0: no no that's, that and that's why you you don't even bother
5: so that's why i see me for uh, where i from where i stand as far as the eu goes i was more post jedi like that that's what interested me more uh the the evolution of luke and you know the and the children and um and all that stuff that that that's what really had me uh you know chomping at the bit pretty much uh, being in that you know the dark ages of of Star Wars Um, I know the the further
0: the further adventures of Luke Han and Leia yeah
5: exactly like I I never got into Knights of the Old Republic I I was already past video games at that point and so I never really I never really dug into that now I'm not gonna say I don't get why there's anger (laughs) because it's Star Wars fans they get angry about everything so so yeah yeah exactly so i I,
2: you're in big trouble now
5: so i understand i understand it but like let's expand that that galaxy like when we see r2 put up the projection of of the galaxy and then bb8 fills it up with his part of the map there's a lot of there's a lot of things happening there and i don't know if it has to be necessarily in the past um or you know uh, like pre episode one or maybe it's parallel to episodes one through six or between six and seven there's 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 tons of stuff obviously they don't want to i don't know if 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 you do something that's in the last 30 years the legend of luke skywalker has to you know it has to go throughout the the galaxy so it's it if, if it's, I, yeah, I think it's you're inviting you. problems. Yeah, they're inviting, you're inviting trouble. So th- th- I, I think it has to be pre-episode uh, one. But how far back do you go?
0: Like
1: huge amounts of time.
0: Don't get Corey started on this now. Oh God.
1: Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking like twenty-five thousand years back in time,
0: which which could be on the table here. We I, I I imagine s- they land on. I Pad think Pad he knows. I think Ryan like... knows, but uh, he's not telling. space That's dinosaurs.
2: Like, this
1: this thing was he played coy to me like in this interview kind of like he knows more than he's alluding to like oh of course he knows
2: less I think he knows less I don't think he knows you don't think he knows I think he knows what he's doing I I don't know. I don't I, don't I, think I, he I read, wa- read that interview and I went I, I went uh this guy's sort of just had, making it up as he goes along I I, th- I don't Which think it's a wanted, bad thing
0: I don't think he wa- they want to he wants to say what it is or even that he knows what it is otherwise that starts to take away from the last Jedi.
2: Yeah, that's probably yeah. true. What's the over under on him getting fired before the trilogy? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's I like think I think there's a strong chance. I would I would take the like over. Like, I'd take I think he, I don't
0: think he makes it twenty to one. I don't think he
2: you makes it. don't think it. he
0: makes it through his trilogy. Well, I, we don't nope. we don't know. We, we know he's writing directing the. first one. We don't
2: know if he's going to be direct. That's it. We don't know if he's directing all three. either. No, he's he, not. Yeah, he's he talked the first. about that,
0: right? He's he he doesn't in in these Collider videos. He made made it pretty clear that. He, all the options are on the table. He's writing and directing the first and no real decisions been made for two and three yet. It could be him. It might not be just there's, there's no decision there.
5: And there's no timeline as to when, like uh, if it's 2021, we don't know yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. We we
2: don't know that either. Yeah. So I, th- I think it would be risky for him to try to direct all three. It'll get him fired. I think you should pass it off after the first one.
1: But he definitely said that he wants to have the, make the general arc and, uh, skeleton structure of all three stories he wants to write. Like, not necessarily the films themselves and the dialogue and whatnot, but he wants to write that three stories, not just the one. He's well, that's why he was hired.
5: He's, that's he's... why he was hired. Exactly. Like, he's he's uh, he's back uh, 20 years ago into the EU, uh, I, you know, thing, like, where, oh, I would do this and I would do that. And I would, you know, and, like, let him have it. Let him have it. If If he did such a great job with this movie... From where it was left off, and he—I mean—he took that baton and he pretty much Usain bolted, you know. Like, I, I don't know. I—I—I I, I say let him let him do it, and if he does get fired, James, it's because Kathleen Kennedy knows what she's doing, <laughs> and oh, and and they're gonna write that ship as well, like hopefully. Yeah.
2: I ah. Uh...
0: No, anyway. I, don't th- I, don't yeah, I, don't I
2: don't. I don't see him fired. I don't. It's not that I want him to, and I think this, based on what we're hearing about, I this movie, he's, more... he's doing awfully well for himself. I just, I think it's so. It's really a dangerous place to work. It just feels like, with what we've heard, I, I, I wouldn't want to be a director doing a bunch of movies. Uh, I see him quitting oh, he's first. Got,
5: he's for being fired.
1: Well, a lot, Kyle said that before. A lot of these guys have super integrity. Like it would be written in a way where it's a mutual thing. But either way, like I have to say that he's very courageous. Any Star Wars director, writer. uh Anyone that's going to put their name to this franchise and try and go up against fandom, they they got courage, man. And confidence. And he every time you see him in an interview, it's not like he's not confident. That's for sure. And he's happy about what he's doing. And he's passionate. So we're, we're lucky, man. And I just can't wait to go
0: out with you guys on Thursday.
2: It's going to be awesome, Corey. It's
0: going to be great. Okay, uh, we're going to skip the last news item here. Which we're going to speed things along. We're, we're already like an hour and 20 into this. So uh, we'll skip right ahead into Binary Sunset. And uh, we, we got a couple cool questions here. We got ads back as usual. Bradley's in the mix. Uh, James Weibel's made an appearance. Hi, James. And we'll we'll wrap things up with uh, some jiving with Jeffrey. Or another Steinfeld, Steinfeld. Seinfeld Star Wars mashup. And then uh, we'll, we'll wind things down, as we always do. So, let's, uh, let's hear from ads. Hello, boys.
3: So, I've gone dark to try and avoid Star Wars spoilers. But, I'm still going to send you in a question, Star Wars related. The question this week is, which Star Wars characters of your choosing would drive... Which vehicles of your choosing? For example, Yoda might drive a green Mini Cooper. So over to you. Have a great show. And next time we speak, The Last Jedi will
0: have landed. Take care. Bye. Alright, there goes Ads. Ads one more time, sir. Thank you, and next week's going to be... As much fun as we always have, but uh, this this time we, we can tread as freely and openly as we want. So, this this affords us a nice little step back from Star Wars canon. We don't have to speculate on anything or spoil anything. Guys, this is just us three guys talking cars. A little car talk here. Uh, James, I think you're very confident in your car choices today.
2: I'm happy with my car choices today.
0: All right, so let's 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 play um, a little ping pong here. You name a guy or a girl from Star Wars and uh what what car would they be driving?
2: Okay, I'll start with uh, I'll start with Vader. All right? Um I've got Vader in a and I, I I was thinking for all of these I won't go into this kind of detail for for each answer, but for all of them I was thinking like what would they look good in and what would suit their personality here in modern day earth, but also does it relate back to the vehicle they drove in star Wars? So like he needs something pretty, um, fast moving. Um, and so I've got him in a matte black Hemi Cuda from like 1970.
5: Mm, I like Very that. well done. Yeah. I, I had like a Hemi, that. I had the Hemi charger
0: for Vader.
2: Uh, well, well, yeah, yeah. There you go. Same, oh, yeah, same exactly. thing. Great minds, my
0: friend. You,
5: you want old school? I want new school.
0: I put Vader in a big black Hummer H one. <laughs> oh, nice! If we're if we're gonna ping pong around like
2: this, I've got a Humvee uh, as well, but I got the Rancor uh, in the Humvee. <laughs> I
0: had I had Chewbacca <laughs> in, in a Humvee, actually.
2: Yeah, yeah, that works. That works.
0: Yeah, the the size. You need the, the leg room when you're that yeah. tall, right? Exactly.
2: Well, if we're on Chewy, I got I got Han and Chewy in a, a nineteen seventy two Hurst Vista Cruiser.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh nice.
2: It was the pace car from the, for the Daytona five hundred um for a few years. It it looked like a Vista Cruiser wagon, but it was it was it could do um the it, it could do the Kessel run in uh, in twelve.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So for that I, Yeah, that's that's a big boat, man. <laughs> But and it's it...
2: it's a big boat. It's a cargo ship that that moves. Yeah,
0: that, you know? that is that's a pretty good pick. I like that. Um, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go. To, I'll go to my Han pick in a minute. Um, I've got. I put Lando because I you know I I don't know what to make of Lando. You watch him in Rebels and you think, well, he's a bit of a phony. You see him in Empire. And he's the Baron Administrator of Cloud City. That's a pretty legit title. But do we agree that Lando's a, a little bit sketchy? Yes. Good. So that's what my question re- re- rested upon. So for me, Lando, as a sketchy guy who presents this image of I'm so cool, he drives an 89 Chrysler LeBaron convertible. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing.
5: It's, that's amazing. I mean, you guys
0: remember that car, the right? Compartment. <laughs> you guys remember that car in the yeah, late 80s, early 90s? Of like, Anybody who thought they were super cool, but not rich, they would buy the LeBaron convertible and just think they were driving around a a Mercedes convertible. It was hilarious. My
2: friend John Voigt, my friend John Voigt had one of those, (laughs) like Carlos said. Um, Carlos, I I know you didn't get to hear this list in advance, but how are we doing so far? Are are we... uh...
5: I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I have, uh, I don't know if you want me to jump in or you want to... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah. Go for it.
5: So I have uh, Wicket and his band of merry uh, Ewan <laughs> d- driving yeah. the uh, the Shagen wagon from uh, Dumb and Dumber.
2: Well, that's 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 nice. I like that. And it's funny you went there because I got a bunch of of um, well known vehicles too. So uh, I'll, I'll go there next. I've got um, I've got Pin and Foe <laughs> in, in honor of Corey in an orange 1968 Dodge
0: Charger nice. oh wow see I put Han in a 69 Dodge Challenger and I think that matches up nicely with the speeder we, we're gonna we've seen from shots on of uh of Han speeder in, in the Han solo flick
2: but that is just a good that call. big open front that, grill yeah I like that I, I uh yeah I, I figured fit pin info would be uh, <laughs> would be in the general would be in the generally with, with the uh the doors sealed up um, we haven't talked to Luke yet. Did you put Luke somewhere? I have a farm boy Luke.
0: <laughs> My farm farm boy Luke is a Ford Pinto. Oh, I f- Sorry.
5: <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. You know, he's like... He's living with his aunt and his
0: uncle. And he, I want to go to Tashi Station. You know, he's using the run-down old car... Well, you know he he, he pulls up into Toshi station with his Ford Pinto and just thinks he's God's gift to the, all the ladies of Toshi station.
5: <laughs> Man, I can't I can't believe you. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was bad.
2: <laughs> hey, he's back. Smokey's back. We're talking we're talking vehicles. Vehicles. These guys have got have got Luke um in a Pinto. I I had Luke in a uh, in a, like an old farm truck, like a uh, pickup truck, Ford. Yeah, uh, you know, '40s pickup truck, but that, I like the Pinto. That's a good call.
1: <laughs> All right, I, I got Luke on my list. I'll uh, I give him the funny car. Jump in the funny car, like a funny car. You know, like those long shaped cars with the big balloon tires
2: in the back, <laughs> kind of like X wing style. Like a dragster. Yeah, it does sort of look like an X wing if you think of it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I'm gonna jump. and Give you guys the bomb here. Like, I gotta drop this before you guys do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start heavy hitter style.
2: Do it. He's gonna say All something right. we said yeah, already. Probably.
1: Uh, Han and Chewie in a Winnebago? Oh that's,
2: that's pretty it's that's pretty,
1: pretty close, pretty, close to what it's pretty I close like to what James one. has.
5: I like
0: that one. What is what did James have? 1972. i have
2: them in a, a Vista Cruiser.
0: The Hearst Vista Cruiser.
2: The Vista you know Cruiser's uh the wagon from that seventy show.
0: You know what <laughs> um, else I have?
1: Like for Luke, I had alternates for Luke. I had Luke in a Hurst, Last Jedi style. That's old man Luke is in a Hurst. <laughs> just because he seems so depressed. Wait, are you, no, wait, are you, you, mean you
0: getting hearse confused with hearse?
2: Like a car? Yeah,
0: that's uh, a hearse. hearse. A hearse is a funeral That's
2: car. a hearse. No T. <laughs> I got Palpatine in a hearse. I got Palpatine in a 1933 Packard V12. That's the hearse <laughs> from the Adams Family. Oh,
0: nice. That's perfect. I like that. That is perfect.
1: Okay, ch- check this out. Keep it on loop for one second. I-, I went a little step further and loopholed it a bit, and I gave Mark Hamill his own car. He's got the wagon queen fi- family truckster station wagon. What? What is that's that? The uh, the car.
0: That's the car from uh, Vacation. Nice. Oh yeah. I I wanted to give Chewie the wood paneled. Is it a Cherokee or a station wagon from from Harry and the Hendersons? I love oh, that. Oh well done. <laughs> Perfect.
2: Yeah, it's you good. Know- oh, you're gonna like my Chewie. I gave Chewie when he's Bigfoot. not with Han. He gets the Canyon Arrow. <laughs> I like it.
1: <laughs> I had I had Bigfoot for for Chewie as his alternate. Oh, of course, because you know that's Bigfoot, perfect. Sasquatch. I had
5: Luke from the Last Jedi uh, driving a PT Cruiser. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we could <laughs> we could spend a lot of time here. Okay, um, I what do we do Obi Wan? What do you got I for Obi Wan? I I didn't do him. Obi Wan's drinking. I got Obi Wan. Obi
5: Wan's in... taking an Uber.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you should be. I got Obi Wan in, in a. Uh, an Alada Neva 4x4, an old one beat up.
5: <laughs> I have uh, I put, uh, 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 episode bo- four Leia and a, um, uh, uh, sorry, a uh, 2000s
0: Volkswagen Beetle convertible.
2: I got her in a Cabriolet, VW Cabriolet.
0: Boy, you're selling Leia. Short. Well done, Carlos. I'm putting Leia in a vintage Gullwing Mercedes 300 SL
2: yeah maybach she's maybach material now young leia or old leia though yeah, the
0: young leia she's the hot
5: girl the little volkswagen
2: yeah i agree <laughs> she's she's and maybe audi it could be an audi ca- cabrio but it's she's she's got the little uh convertible yeah, okay how about how about this one this is a good fit boba fett is on a ducati hmm.
3: so
0: i, I no? put boba fett in yeah. a tricked out souped up subaru wrx
2: uh, that works as well. I was trying to match it to like because his his uh, ship sort of looks like a, a you know a single rider motorcycle esque. I don't know, there's something motorcycle about Boba Fett's ship, so I figured, yeah, uh, he's either on a ninja or Ducati. Yeah,
0: yeah that's that's pretty cool too. L-
1: mm-hmm. Let me get a few off my chest. I'll, I'll get some low hanging yeah, unload, food off unload, unload. All right, uh, God, I can't believe how much I've seen this stupid commercial on lately. Not only in French, I've watched a lot of French TV. Uh, French and English, The I hate still it playing so off much. It. I hate Nissan, it so much.
2: The Nissan Rogue. Yes, I know it's commercial. It's so oh, annoying. Oh, God,
1: it's just, it, Rogue One's over. Stop trying to feed off Star Wars, <laughs> but obviously they got some kind of deal going on with them. They're like, please let us play on it for one more year. So that's uh, Cassian and Jin's car.
2: The Rogue One, yeah. The Rogue, I mean, yeah. Low-hanging fruit, but it's good. It fits.
1: And my, my, my other kind of low-hanging fruit, well, not low-hanging fruit, but just not that creative, was a uh, picture of Vader in a Chrysler, like a straight black Chrysler 300.
2: We all got him in a black car. I guess that's sort of, that that's the low, low-hanging low fruit part. But uh, we we put him in a Barracuda and a Charger.
0: Kyle, I don't think you said. I put him in a, a Hummer,
2: H1. Oh, yes, that's right. You, you yeah, like the that. Original.
1: That's that's more angular. That kind of makes sense. How about
5: this? Uh, you guys uh, you know haven't this? seen the front end of a Charger?
2: Or a Barracuda. Like, seriously.
5: Well. Open another.
1: Well, I beer. just, I just like that it's more boxy the Hummer, you know, like it's kind of. Yeah, but did you, did you, you, his you saw face. his Tie
5: Fighter in Episode Four? Like,
1: it moves, buddy. There's
5: no, uh, there's no boxy there.
0: Man. Did you remember <laughs> what, what An- Remember
5: Anakin Starfighters? Come on, man. You gotta respect the guy.
0: All right, let's let's move it along. Corey, keep unloading. All right,
1: all right. Uh, is a good one. Getting back to the Volks,
0: um, Ray and her BB8 Beetle. Nice, that's, yeah, yeah. That's yes, yeah, yeah, Leia and Ray, two young ladies driving around in, in VWs. I like it.
2: That's sort of. That's sort of. I guess we're stereotyping, the I suppose is that like. Yeah, feel. on that uh, note, though, I have BBA. Ray. I have Ray in a rebuilt '80s Mustang that she rebuilt oh, herself. Yeah. Obviously,
0: like I, a, I thought. I, I thought like you, you were going to go with like a, a, a tricked-out yeah, Civic.
2: It could have been, but she I I see her more like uh in in a muscle car than a it could be though. It could be a civic or but rebuilt like it, it looks a little bit scrappy, but you know it's it's made of the right yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right, check check this out. This this car is we're gonna customize it a little bit from your regular vision of it, but it's got it's gonna have some silver and red trim and highlights, and it's gonna be a nineteen eighty two Pontiac Trans Am kit. Nice. Kit, yep, for Kylo Ren.
2: I like. Oh, yeah. yes, that's a perfect fit. While you were away, I put uh, Pin and Foen in the General
0: Lee.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had that
5: too at one point.
2: Nice. All right, I check have, this one.
0: Oh, go, All ahead. Right, go ahead, Carlos.
5: Okay, uh, I have a uh, Tarkin in an Aston Martin.
3: What?
1: I see him in a Grandpa Mobile, like a Cadillac. Oh or man, like he's like upper one.
5: class British. You know, he's got some style. He's got some cash. <laughs>
2: He's got, he's got the Austin he's Martin
5: He's
2: got the cash He is rich he like enough a, But there's There's a specific uh, there's a, a Rolls spec- Royce With a chauffeur
0: yeah, yeah.
2: There's one specific uh, Stormtrooper Who who would drive An Austin Martin Really well
0: Yes Daniel Craig <laughs> Daniel Craig <laughs> Alright so check this I, I, I'm i particularly Proud of this one Captain Phasma In a Porsche 356 Boom
2: Absolutely Silver yep.
0: Sil- Silver with the red interior
2: how yeah, 100%. killer would that match her? 110%. I
1: yeah, like it. I was trying to think of a Porsche for someone.
2: If if um if my answer to Lando was like he's not sketch, but he's legit, then then I you could put him in, in um a Ferrari 308 GTS. Ooh. That's mag that's Magnum PI's I uh, See
0: my vision of, of Lando <laughs> being like Billy D. Williams from the eighties, I would have put him in a Testarossa.
2: Oh, that is a great car too. That's that for me is like the pinnacle
0: of '80s cars: the Ferrari Testarossa.
5: I I, I like the the, the, the Countach Diablo, Lamborghini Countach. I like where you guys are going with. Excuse me,
2: boys. I'm gonna. I'll be back in two minutes. I'm gonna let my dogs out. Excuse me.
5: See, like the Lando, Lando's cool with the. You guys have him in those. I have him in the Cadillac. Just like a straight up, Eldorado. That's that's, what, that's what, that, is, that is fair. One arm, you know, left arm on the steering wheel, right arm on the on the the bench, the cushion, <laughs> you know. Just what, cruising. What have we here?
1: I, I can probably come up with more off the cuff here, but I got one last one written down. Let do you guys think of this? My boy, Chopper, in a nineteen twenty six Model T rat
0: rod. <laughs> Okay, I don't know why Chopper needs one when he can just fly around, but seriously, he's saving fuel,
1: man. Come on, he's old. he's a mishmash of parts, <laughs> just like these these things you know they're like Frankenstein's.
0: I love it. I got one more. It's our old friend Hondo Hondo Onaka, who likes to drive around in an El Camino
5: <laughs> I love that car. I actually love that car. I don't know why, but there's something about it that's special. Dude,
0: who doesn't? One of my neighbors had one once and I just, oh. I love that car I'm wondering if by now Ads totally regrets asking that (laughs) question of us because we've been going on for a long time about that. (laughs) It's it's been a good 10 minutes. Yep, we've been kicking that around for a while. Ads, um, did you have any others? Anybody else want to throw some cars out there? I know Kigo. I I bet he's got to be a car guy. Kigo's gotta be a car guy with with some with some thoughts here. Don't they ride kangaroos down there? Do they have
5: cars in Australia?
0: <laughs> Dude, Kigo's a
1: train conductor, man.
5: Yeah, so all. Train is not a car, Corey.
1: Tech technology. <laughs> technology.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh ads. Thank you, sir. And next week I'm sure we're gonna have some straight fire from you with your with your burning thoughts on The Last Jedi. So thanks again, buddy. We'll we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy The Last Jedi. And we'll now dip into some Bradley banter. And we'll hear what Bradley has to say
6: this week. I'm dreaming of The Last Jedi. There's just a few things I must know. Is Luke Ray's dad? Does he turn bad? Leia dies, please, Poe, say it ain't so. I'm dreaming of the last Jedi, so what's up with that forest tree? Is Finn caught again? And what about Ben? Can't O'bite, I can't wait to see i'm dreaming of the last jedi who is this mystery man in black can phasma earn her pay will snoke rule the day i hope we'll see another force back i'm dreaming of the last jedi Just like the ones that came before. Will our heroes survive as a First Order thrive? Or will the Jedi be no more? Well guys, we've made it. This is it, the last show before we see the last Jedi. We are just three days away from hopefully having our minds blown. And hopefully, looking at Star Wars a completely different way. So, what's y'all's plans leading up to seeing the show? You've got any kind of rituals? Are you uh, going to drop off social media altogether? Are you going to stay away from the internet? Are you going to lock yourself in a closet? What are you going to do? That's my Star Wars question for this week. Y'all have a great show. And as always, may the Force be with you.
0: And there goes the songsmith Bradley. Put me in the holiday spirit. That is what I like to hear. Good job, sir. Oh, Beautiful. Super creative. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, it was very Picking good. Picking me up where I failed last week. Failed. Corey, what would you say what would you say your favorite part was, Corey?
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm dreaming of the Last Jedi part. I think that was really well thought out. You know, it was just a good place to start.
2: You're right, it was a good place to start. It's a good point. Good answer. Uh, that's
0: a good answer. It's a, it's appropriate. Smokey's back. <laughs> <laughs> back again. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, Bradley. Thank you for that effort, sir. That that really was that really was nice. And I'm sure everybody kind of felt a little bit of holiday cheer there. Come on. How could you not? How could you not? Does anybody here like eggnog? Love it. I actually love eggnog. Okay, hanging up on Carlos Negative. and James. <laughs> Goodbye, guys.
2: <laughs> what? There's nothing like eggnog with a slice of Hawaiian pizza, Kyle.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we lost. Just renamed there. this episode the dry heave. <laughs> oh God. That's, I, that's I like the...
5: eggnog, but I like it. Uh, I like it hot. Like uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't mean warmed up. I mean, with alcohol inside. Yeah, rum. Yeah, rum. I, I like it either with some rum or amaretto or uh, pretty much whatever I have in the fridge. Baileys. I like mixing old with Baileys.
0: Some lemonade. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carlos Frangelico.
5: Uh, well, yeah, why not? Yeah, it's good. I, I don't drink it anymore, though. There's way too much sugar, and uh, I usually buy it, and I haven't bought it this year because I'm trying to be... Uh, you
0: know, alive. <laughs> <laughs> Try that, that's a good that's a good plan. Yeah. All right, so guys, um, really our plans haven't changed, right? We we're gonna meet up this Thursday at a at a local restaurant. We're gonna have a nice meal. At least you guys will. I'll, I'll be late, <laughs> uh, but uh, we are what we're, we're eight people. Yeah, we're eight people. And this has been this tradition,
1: Bradley, since 2015. We haven't been eight, but I'd say James, myself, and Kyle were there in 2016. Uh, 2015, excuse me. Uh, then Carlos was with us last year in 2016. And yeah, we're doing it again. The same restaurant, same place, same time, same bat channel. I'm I'm stoked about it, man. The the one thing that's missing right now is that... I don't know if you you weren't listening then, Bradley... And I don't know if you've gone back on past pods, but uh, we had a quite a serious bet going on. And that's something that's missing this Kyle, year. Kyle, aren't a we bit. a little
2: short on time? Should we be moving on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to brag who won or whatever, but uh, either way, I am missing out on that aspect of it. Like, uh, it kind of added to everything in a way. Um, you guys Anyhow, still have time it, it to really make a fun. bet. You still have time to make a bet. What
2: do you, What's up? Corey, I yes, bet you can't is. read two books before the movie comes out. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> no, he'll loophole
0: you and say a book is a book, even if it's three pages long.
2: Yeah, there's something in there for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a squirrel. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll figure it out. We we should come up with something, though. If, honestly,
0: go ahead. Yeah. I have enough to do. You can figure a, a bet out. But I want you to lose <laughs> your X-wing, Luke. That is, <laughs> I'm never giving it up.
1: Never gonna let you down. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> exactly, you're never gonna let me down, Kyle. I believe in you, man. I
0: don't see that's the thing, and that's why you're never getting it. I just don't believe that. Like, I think you're gonna do the right thing one day. The right thing is where it's nice and safely ensconced on my shelf with its other fortieth anniversary brethren. It's not true, Snoke. You're not helping yourself. <laughs> 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 um, I think it's
5: cool that we're
0: we're uh, we're
5: all four of us are on this pod and. Uh, when this question comes up, because we're all going to be together uh, to see the movie, and I think it's a it's a cool tradition that uh, that we started uh, by uh, pretty much happenstance, I guess. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I hope it never ends. Honestly, I really want you guys to know
1: that, like, to one of us goes, man, or whatever. <laughs> Jesus, <Christ. laughs> like, I just we know Star Wars is going <laughs> for a long time, man. So, throw, throw, in uh, Corey, throw in a mystical,
5: throwing a mystical in a campfire, and we're there. Oh <laughs> well, well, if
1: if if one of us goes, and I mean the chances are pretty high, it could be me for mystical campfire like, boat. I'll, I'll be with you I'll be with you guys in force, style. Like that's
2: Corey, you loophole. should call your boat the mystical campfire. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll go over. well hey, There's
0: another episode title. Oh no. Oh. Wow! Oh, no, but I—I I have no idea what I've been laughing too much. I don't know what anything about what Corey just said. Other <laughs> way,
1: another kind of tradition that Bradley was asking about in his message. Um, I didn't. I—I I've, I've actually managed to watch, as of uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. It was I think it was around October tenth, something like that this year. Um. Anyhow, I had taken not days off from work, but I worked from home for about three days. And yeah, it was all prequel trilogy all the time. So I, I, I solidified that. I managed to also watch the original trilogy, and then last evening with my dad, I stayed up with my dad till two in the morning. I saw that and we, and we watched, uh,
0: the uh, the
1: Force Awakens, which was really awesome.
0: I think that seems to be everybody's go-to. Like we watched it last night here at home. I actually I tried to. I was trying to, like, triple fist my priorities here. I was trying to do TFA and the hockey game and the red carpet premiere, and it, it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out so well. Uh, so The hockey game certainly didn't. That definitely didn't. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> it definitely did not work out so well. Uh, that one became the easiest one to kind of bail out of, and then the, the red carpet premiere just was, there was too much going on to really pay attention to it. So uh, I focused on TFA the show at hand and so uh yeah that that uh, you chose wisely i got that uh, i got i scratched that itch and then after that once the kids were in bed i played a little bit of battlefront too so I, that that's probably been my that that's going to be my star wars tune-up anybody else had any ritual any any plans to anything star wars related bef- between now and thursday Well, I uh, I
2: just try to avoid talking to Corey at all costs because that guy is the worst.
0: Hey, man,
1: I I know nothing. I know we know that, but
2: we're talking about Star Wars, buddy.
3: (laughs) I'm I'm definitely talking about that. But like, no,
1: honestly, like I've I've gone kind of dark, man. Like I've really really tried to avoid stuff this week as best I could. I saw one thing, like I said at the beginning of the show, that really upset me, and then it triggered me to really go like full reset like I can do this like you know mute mute a whole bunch of stuff on your Twitter feed and that's about it man like I'm I'm not big not big on spoiling stuff and I I don't want to know any spoilers man I'm so excited to see what's going on here man like I would never spoil any of that for anyone
2: what I took away from that is you didn't see Tropic Thunder because you said you went full reset (laughs) you're never supposed to go full reset
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my God! I'm getting all wheezy here. Uh, Well, I I guess that about covers it, right?
5: Well, uh, I was just going to say that. um, I mean, as far as getting hyped up and like you know, leading up to the to the to the showing, uh, Kyle, you got the tickets. Uh, James, you made the reservation. Um, I I pretty much had nothing to do but show up. So all I did was uh, I checked the weather, and of course, it's going to be the coldest day of the year again.
1: And we talked about that at yeah, the beginning of the course. Odd.
5: you know. So,
1: and presence, Carlos. Present,
5: presence. What?
2: Do, you mean what? <laughs> do I have to bring something? He's saying you have to. He's saying you have to be there. Your presence is <laughs> oh, required. What a, <laughs> what a douche!
5: <laughs> All right, so I guess I have to bring presents. Ice. All right,
1: B and E, Kyle's place, X Wing <laughs>
0: Corey, uh, I got the schematics. Offline, buddy. Offline. This just in. X-Wing Loop being transferred to bank safety deposit box. <laughs> you see what you Lies. forced me to do? Okay, uh, Bradley, I th- I think that about covers it. <laughs> I- I've got no other plans, really. I'll be too busy between now and-, and Thursday with a lot of podcast-related stuff to really watch any more movies or do, do anything else Star Wars-related. So that's it. I'm just going to be counting down the hours until TLJ. Nice
2: to hear from you, Bradley. I'm going to watch uh, The Force Awakens tonight after we podcast, by the way, boys. That'll be my last uh book. I
0: found it's aged pretty well. I mean, it's two years old, so I mean, it's still a baby. But it's always a question that's on my mind. How is that movie going to age in the years to come? Uh, we all know A New Hope is, is an all-time classic. What is TFA going to do considering how much DNA it shares with A New Hope? two years in, it, it it holds up pretty well for me. It really did for me last night. And even last night, I don't think I'd seen it in maybe
1: like mm, five months or so. And man, there was a lot of stuff to be taken out of that, man. Like, I was like, wow. Like, right off the hop, Lord San Tekka, there can be no balance without the Jedi.
0: And then you got Luke saying, the Jedi need to end or whatever, you know? So it's like, yeah, we we talked about that when, when that trailer first dropped, saying, well, somebody's wrong. Who is it? Is it Lor Santeca's faith that is wrong, misplaced? Or is it Luke who has gone completely cuckoo? Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's Luke. It's Luke. Spoiler alert, he has a beard in his movie.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> who, Lor <Laura> Santeca's back? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bradley. Um, I know, Bradley's got, a, I think, a big contingent going with him as well. Uh, But let us know how it goes. And now we move on to James Weibel, who we hear often on TSW, uh, who who has jumped over into our back catalog and has been binging a bunch of our older shows. And he's been uh, feeding me feedback via email. So, James, thank you for that. Thank you for all the time that you've spent listening to us dopes uh, prattle on about Star Wars. Much appreciated. And James comes equipped with a question. Is is Rebels-related. He says, hey fellas, this is James Weibel, frequent con- commenter on TSW. I've been listening to back episodes of your podcast, and in episode 91, po Boy, you were talking about the trailer for season four of Rebels. In that, you mentioned the Loth chant, and I had a flash to the episode where the Loth Wolves transported them across Lothal. So my question is, could the Loth, Loth Wolves help Ezra rescue Ahsoka? So Corey, I'll kick this over to you first. What do you want to say about that? Wow, it's
1: th- it's such an an interesting question. Like, uh, it's very possible. It kind of seems a bit unlikely to me that that would be the case, um, but it is possible. But I I really firmly believe that uh, it's some kind of like. I think Ahsoka's going to be involved. Like the tops cards to me, and the way Twilight of the Apprentice ended, the tops cards that Dave Filoni drew with the Wolves, it's all going to be somehow connected. But I could see Ahsoka being involved, but uh, not. Like, I see her more rescuing or saving Ezra. Like, th- there's something going on, Lethal. And. The, the the cave paintings, all that stuff, they they really look like constellations to me. In the tops cards, it looks like uh, Soka possibly went into one of these things. Maybe you know, like maybe she's like this nomadic traveler within these astral planes, or she's lost in time, or something like that. I I, I don't know, but I I know. I feel like she's really gonna come back into play. I don't think that. Ezra saves her. I think Ezra's main purpose here is Lethal. That seems to be the ongoing theme of this uh, s- this season. The Empire is doing something on Lethal, uh, manufacturing things. I think that's going to be a main premise. But there's also something more that they've talked about. There's something beyond the scenes. There's something more going on Lethal. And these Loth wolves, the fact that they're able to travel in these astral planes, like I'm going to use the word mystical, but it. It was pretty much one of the most favorite things I've ever actually seen in all of Star Wars movies, like anything. Uh, them walking and the, those wolves taking step by step, and everyone holding hands and crossing that thing was just so amazing to me. Like I, it led to so many possibilities. But again, just touching back on Filoni. there's something with Ahsoka and the wolves. I don't think that Ahsoka is bound to be saved. I think that she's gonna be. Kind of like a bit of a Bendu in a way, like something that they can refer to, someone that they know, they can who it is in the long run. Like, oh my God, like that was Ahsoka in a way. Like, but I think she's, Ahsoka's is kind of I don't know. She's more one with the Force and just part of this the grander picture. She's lost in this thing in a way. I don't know. I just I don't see her coming back into physical form. Like, hey, I'm Ahsoka, I'm back. Uh, like, I really see her playing in the part as, like, that that mystical figure being, like, talking to them from beyond wherever she is. <clears throat> the cave paintings, man, like, they all look like constellations and these wormholes. It all kind of makes sense to me.
0: Like, that, it's all linked together somehow. I just can't exactly tie it together. Yeah, and I, I don't know that Filoni's going to really define it for us, too. I mean, they're running out of time. We have, what, six or seven episodes left? There's there's not much racetrack left to go. We're we're more than halfway done the season and we have seen nothing from Ahsoka. So it's
1: They're just gonna touch upon it lightly, really, I think. I think you're just gonna it's gonna be like a wink to the audience almost like, okay, we know Ahsoka was involved because of this. It's not gonna be like a face to face like as her, oh, there's Ahsoka, let's save her. Like, I think we're gonna know that somehow she was involved for the greater good. And yeah,
0: no, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, there's something something more ambiguous about it all. Like, we won't, we won't get the answers we're looking for. Yeah, I mean, to to go back to to James's question, I, yes, it's possible that that Ezra could somehow escape or save um, Ahsoka with the wolves. I'll, I, I'm not going to shut that down, but I, I I tend to agree with you that if anyone does any saving, Ahsoka will somehow use some sort of trick. Whether it's force-related or not, to to bail out our heroes, but I think the big question here is whether or not the Lothwolves open and control the portals themselves, or do they just know how to find and navigate them? And yeah, I think that's more the case. Uh, uh, James had sent me another email today. Uh, we, you know, we spoke about this in Bridger Transmissions number five about how the portals could be like force spiderwebs, kind of spanning the galaxy, and and the wolves are the ones that travel travel them. But if any of that's even lukewarm close and if the wolves do have some sort of dominion or control of these pathways, I, I, I guess they're not confined to Lothal, right? So when you look at that Topps card... No, that's it. That, that, that Filoni sketch, and it looks like a, a Ahsoka going into some like circle that is ringed by wolves. To me, that's it, we're getting pretty close to the truth here that She did enter one of these portals and was transported off Malachor somewhere else. Where is that? Does everything lead to Lothal? Seems to be one of the themes of the show where everything leads back to Lothal. So is she there in some form? I I don't know. And I I, I almost wish it would be the wolf at this point. Just because the blue that's on
1: the wolf is Ahsoka blue. But Filoni clearly stated it's not the wolf. But, uh strong, strong, strong relation to Princess Mononoke where, like, you see this Ahsoka-like character standing beside these giant god wolves. These wolves in that movie are gods. They are gods. And, like, there's this one princess that's able to be with them, you know, like, communicate with them. And they they do her will kind of, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, look at that. On, on Malachor, we saw a convoy as well, right? How did it get there? There's, there's, It's a dead planet. There's nothing doing on, on Malachor. Did the Convor follow Ahsoka there through some kind of portal? It seems to be, this, in a way, kind of Ahsoka's little, little spirit animal, right? Or, or at least well, we've made Convor that association kinda... between Ahsoka and the Convors, right? We know there's something going on there, and the, that leads back
1: to... Um, oh my god, what am I... That Clone Wars episode with the, the Mortis right. Trilogy... So, it has something more to do with the sister to me still somehow. Like, she breathed the life into her. Like, they're, everything's connected in that regard. Like, the colors, the color palette they
0: chose, it's not coincidental. Yeah, it's hard to think that's a coincidence. That—that That is for sure. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it seems like these, yeah, it's, these it's, pathways... It's a- it seems like the wolves are very much, at the minimum, the, either the guardians or custodians of these pathways. And I... All paths are coming together. I, I would not be shocked if somehow they were able to, th- these wolves, open a pathway for Ahsoka on Malachor and, and took her off that planet. Because otherwise, I mean, let's face it, let's get practical here for a second. She, she would die there. There's, last thing I, there's no supermarket there for her to get food there's there's not really any suitable accommodations there. She has to get off somehow. Maul lived there. Ah, he's Maul. He lives on hate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, I know what you mean, but uh, definitely I think Ahsoka's become something different. And she's living on a like, a, like, again, picture it, like, on a living, like, she's that nomadic traveler on this astral plane where she's, like, Pretty much, almost become essentially a an all knowing being, and she can't come back into the real world per se. But like somehow she's gonna help them, and she's somehow associated with these
0: wolves.
4: I don't know something about it.
0: it, it. I don't know if how complicated this can get. But like if like these things are just sort of like tubes, right, that connect you from one place to another. Like our heroes came out of that that pathway just fine on the other side of Lothal. Yeah, but the wolf. The wolves walk through walls and disappear. Well, yeah, but I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not like, talking about the wolves. I'm talking about our Ahsoka. heroes. Like if they opened up a door for Ahsoka, there's no, unless she was already dead, like she could have just walked right through. There's there's That's it. I, I, I see
1: Ahsoka being more that kind of like look at them as Ahsoka and not a wolf, because we know she's not a wolf, but she can be like the kind of thing that can walk through that wall now with the wolves.
0: Maybe. But you know, I, I feel like if, if they open up a pathway for her, you know, right after uh Twilight of the Apprentice, then I have to imagine she's not dead. And she still is walking around out there. But I don't know. It's it's one of the big mysteries and I just don't know how much time we have to to address it. But James, uh, Carlos, do you have anything to say or you follow Rebels through us, right, on on Bridger transmissions? Pretty much, yeah.
5: Um I don't know. I, I don't know what the what the I don't see how they can finish off with ahsoka i don't i don't know if they're going to Uh, they might just leave it open ended and you know maybe come back with um uh with an animated movie or uh, something along those lines because like you said there's only six or seven episodes left and like from what i've been hearing there's there's so many things that are still open
0: yeah and we're due to get a a trailer for rebels the second half of season four that's probably going to come in the next two weeks i would say Maybe just after the new year. And that's going to be so intense. That's Yeah, that's coming real soon. I would say maybe the first week of January, we might get that. <laughs> so maybe that, that'll be our first little hint at maybe what's coming for Ahsoka, but it's not going to dominate. It's not going to be a huge storyline, I, I don't think. It, it might occupy one episode we know like, the wolves. like uh, Twin sons did for Obi-Wan.
1: Yeah, exactly. Something like that. I see it like that. Like, toward the end of the season, it's like you know it's her for some reason. Like, it's, uh... People who have been paying attention will realize, like, it's her. The Like, even the characters will probably give a nod, to, But for some reason, even though, like, Ezra's the son of Lothal, for some reason, they seem to be after Kanan. And our, our friend M, at the... on the Bridger tra- transmission, she po- postulated that, uh...
0: Kin could possibly be from Lethal as well. Sure, but yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we're we're going to get into this as, as as far as we can in the coming coming weeks. Once with, once they hit us with, with that trailer, and I'm sure we'll have M back at that time as well. But James, thank you, sir. It was really really great to hear from you and to go back and forth with you on on email this week. And uh, again, thanks for thanks for binging our back catalog. Let me know once you've caught up. That's that's quite the the undertaking. And lastly. And I apologize. <laughs> for, for what? All, All of it. it. All of it, yeah. All of it. Just to make that clear. It's so much bigger. All right. Jeffrey's back. One more jiving with Jeffrey before The Last Jedi. Uh, another Seinfeld Star Wars mashup. So, what has Jeffrey got for us this week? Let's have a quick listen.
4: Hey, Colin Corey. It's Jeff from the Canto Cast here with another Seinfeld Star Wars mashup question. Okay, I'm pretty sure I did not ask this one before, but we have Jerry, Elaine, George, and Kramer. The core four, the fab four of the Seinfeld universe. Who would your core four, fab four, Star Wars characters be in the Star Wars universe? Who could you see running around causing mayhem and all the kind of crap that Jerry, George, Elaine, and Kramer do? The only catch is you cannot use Luke, Han, Leia, or Chewbacca, but any other characters from the Star Wars universe. Who would your uh, Fab Four in the Star Wars universe be? Can't wait to hear your answers and we'll talk to you next week.
0: All right, guys. Carlos, you're, you're new to this game. I don't know how how far you've got along. Do you have anything you want to throw in there? Who is your core Star Wars characters from the or your core Seinfeld characters using Star Wars characters but not Luke, Han, Leia, or Chewie. Not not only not Star Wars characters, only OT. Only OT characters.
5: Yeah. It's a tough uh, one. Yeah, well like when you when you think about it, you think, okay, uh our two Uh, R2D2 is George like he's short and stubby (laughs) and uh, you have uh, 3PO there and 3PO is like he's kind of dainty and he's a little squirrely and and if you've I mean you've seen him hustle kind of looks like the way Jerry would run so that's that's great man their best friends is Jerry and George Uh, and I'm still I'm still working on uh, I'm still working on my because I mean I just heard the question right so it's like I'm trying to think now is like who could who could replace who could be Kramer if you can't use Chui uh, uh Chewie so it's it's tough it's tough who's like so flaky that that you could actually
2: come on oh he's not tall enough but OT Yoda is the kookiest <laughs> weirdest like when you first meet him he's he's Kramer he could I mean it's not perfect but that's the kookiest character from that OT. Yeah,
0: guys. Yeah, I like that, guys. This is I'm gonna jump.
2: I, I had to build. I had to build on that because we. I agreed. I, he took my uh, my George and uh, my George and Jerry. So I just I had to add mine in because we're, we're basically gonna give the same answers. <laughs> so I won't have to. I won't have to give mine after. That's that's. And terrific. so if we, if we got those three, Carlos, who, who's who's your last then? Who who do you have for See, my, uh,
5: my Elaine? We come to the problem where I mean everything is so. Um, so male-centric uh, in the OT, just as it was kind of in Seinfeld, like, uh, you know, before you get to, like, some of the supporting characters like uh, Susan and, uh, and Dolores and uh, some of the other. Uh... <laughs> uh, but as far as um, in the Star Wars universe, I don't see Mon Mothma's way too um, organized and, and, Cool and calm and collected to play Elaine, so I'd have to pick a.
2: Are you saying? Exactly. Uh, Are you saying she has too much grace? <laughs> yes,
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if every, anybody's ever watched Seinfeld and seen Elaine dance, <laughs> she could never play Mon Mothma. So I'd have to go with a guy, and who's like jerky, you know? Who's like a uh, Jar Jar? No, but he's not in the uh, OT. So I, I don't know. I it, I think it's really really tough. It's really tough to uh, to put a, a nip on on Elaine. What do you guys think,
0: James? You want? Do you have? To, are you going to round it out there? There,
2: there, there's no good answer for Elaine. I, I, I'll just agree with him. I am. There's not enough female characters to give like a legit answer. And even to be fair, Leia is only a good answer because she's a girl. Like there's no, nothing.
1: No, I see a lot of the feistiness and the both of them being very similar. No, mm. and physical attributes as well. What, short? Brown yeah. hair? Yeah, brown eyes. White, <laughs> I guess. <Yeah. laughs> angular features, <but> short. <laughs> Pretty much the I, don't, like so so angu- I yeah.
0: don't think you can describe Leia as having angular features.
5: No, not I mean, she's at all. She a very round no. and cherubish face uh, in the yeah. OT. Yeah.
2: And the confidence True. that Leia has is, is a different kind of confidence. It, it, Elaine Peacock's. <laughs> whereas, whereas, uh, I think I no, think I, I Leia's th- legit, yeah.
1: I think Elaine, she's confident at points, but she's also she, she like cowers
0: under stuff as well at points in her career, which is kind of odd because it like no,
1: they, goes up and down. She's not
0: as confident, personality wise. There is no match between Leia and Elaine, none. Well, l- let's just
1: get to it then, Je- uh, Jeff. Kyle, so, Kyle said he was going to shoot me down at the beginning of the episode before the show. We were talking, oh, there's a loophole. Because I know you're, I know you're oh, reaching Kyle, for Ky- it. Kyle's like, I had that. Ky- Kyle's like, I had to ask you, Jeffrey, if I could use a loophole. So he asked you about it. So I'm just going. No, out no, there no, 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 no. I-
0: no, we're gonna introduce yeah. the loophole just so you understand first. You're not getting your shit out there before you get loophole. Before you get the loophole slammer dropped on you. What's well, the point of the loophole? See, because you're gonna go. Well, I'm gonna pull from the OT, but I'm gonna pull OT era. So I'm gonna go.
2: I almost said that too, because Chopper makes a good
0: George. Because <laughs> I'm gonna go pull. I'm... Rebels and Rogue One are also OT. So I'm gonna pull Terra or Jin as my Elaine. No, you are not doing that. It was, Hera. Absurd, so it was absurd Tara. Absurd. Absurd loopholeing. No, you.
1: Anyway, James Carlos. No, it's not, it's not.
0: No, it's not. That's a, a violation <laughs> of the spirit of the question. Rejected answer.
5: I sounded like a moron trying to answer that question properly, and you <laughs> like, you have to go. I have Hera doesn't her. have
0: the. Hera's not in the OT, buddy. Hera's not in the OT. She's that's not the line. OT. Era. That's not what Jerry. That's not Jeffrey's question. Sorry, oh, we well, settled that one. That's three to one. Uh, no, what that... about you, Kyle?
1: Yeah, go for it. Let's, see my see
0: okay. It. Um, I'm I put Lando in the George role. Okay, and I don't. No, I'm, we want to hear your. Oh, Leia. We'll get to it. We're yeah, on we'll get to here. it. No, no, no.
1: Well, that's what we're talking about right now. Okay,
0: uh, I'm. This, this is called building. I'm building to my Leia, with <laughs> loopholes, with Lame. with an acceptable loophole. That we we're talking about <laughs> loopholes. <laughs> uh, Biggs, that Turkey is my Kramer. <laughs> nice, nice. And that being the case, Wedge is my Jerry. Wedge is my Jerry. There you go. He's the, he's the even Steven. He makes it through all <laughs> three fi- films. That's actually quite good. <laughs> I like that payoff. The even Steven. That's perfect. Yeah. So, okay. The, for the female presence. So really you got nothing. You got, you got Mon Mothma. Maybe you can go with Ula. You, or you can go with Ula. i another green Twi'lek, right? Really? That's. Yeah. That, that's not my, cho- that's not my choice. It. That's what would happen to
1: Elaine, though, in that situation. She'd get through. Oh, absolutely. And, they're,
5: yeah. and they're both terrible dancers, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very
6: Good. Two acceptable yeah, like loopholes.
0: That. Had you chosen to take it. So, Nora Wexley and Iden Versio are both in the OT. Did you know that? No. Yeah. In no. the OT nope. era? They are both in Return of the Jedi. Actually, no, Iden Versio, it's not official, but for Matt Martin, it's his headcanon. And, you know, being a story group guy, if it's his headcanon, it's my headcanon. It's head not cannon. official.
1: Uh-huh. She's a
0: TIE fighter pilot during Battle of Yavin. And they, you can actually verify which pilot she is if you cross-reference uh, Inferno Squadron with A New Hope. You actually see her on screen. Well, if, if you think about that, in Forces of Destiny... Uh, Hera was at the Battle of Endor, but you don't see her. You see her in the cartoon. Is that one of the three movies that we're talking about?
1: Well, it was the Battle of Endor, so yeah. No, no, no,
0: no. Is do you see Hera in Jedi Empire or a New Hope? You're drowning. You're drowning. Your lo- your loophole doesn't well, work. It, you Your loophole is
1: that some guy that's a part of the story group says he thinks that's the case
0: but she's we know she's at Battle of Avon and we can she shoots down Red 4 you can go back into No Hope we and find out know, who shoots we, down we, Red 4 we know who's the is at the Battle of Endor guys am I am I you guys hear me right look this is what I'll, I'll say I'll say to Corey Corey I'm gonna
5: quote uh, an Oscar winning movie okay as Kate Winslet lets go of Leonardo DiCaprio's hand <laughs> As he sinks to the bottom of the frigid Atlantic. <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Exactly. What a
2: liar.
0: <laughs> Seriously, eh? Oh man. And also, uh, Nora Wexley is in a Y Wing, the in the Y Wing that follows Lando into the trench. Or into the into the Death Star core. So you don't see her either, but you see her ship
1: but mm. i'm going with i i'm i'm yeah, going with ivan versio i go yeah that's a loophole that i i i don't i don't count it mm.
0: doesn't matter <laughs> 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 all
1: right anyway we got jerry on Jerry and wedge we agreed i put uh, George's porkins
0: <laughs> yeah yeah Jer- ah porkin Whoa. and biggs should have been my, my kramer and George
1: Mike Kramer was, I don't know. I just wanted, I kept picturing someone laughing. And so I put, my first one was Reese, And my second one was Nia Numb. I think it's, I'm going to stick with Nia Numb. Fair. He's just a lucky, he's a fair. lucky guy. Everything, like Kramer just falls ass backwards into everything. And I think Nia Numb is just a happy-go-lucky guy like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He seems to just keep failing up. Well, I don't say failing upward. That's not fair. That's not fair to the integrity of Nia Numb. But anyway, Jeffrey, there you go. Let's let's hear your core four. I'd like to hear that. Yeah, seriously, that was a really hard question, especially like I knew it though. I like, I knew Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I told you he would try to loophole the Leia. <laughs> and I, I and I knew that. You, who who was it? Was it Jin or you? said Hera, right? I, I knew Hera. you were gonna go for that. I knew you were gonna try and Cause, loophole cause the I Hera could, thing. Could, you know why? Hera makes sense
1: because I could see Hera pushing someone, saying "Get out."
5: Wait a second. In the, in the special editions, don't they uh, show Nabu? And don't you see Jar Jar at one point, or or some of those Gungans? You uh, well,
0: you see Gungans, yeah.
5: Okay, so he, so in theory, he could have been in Return of the Jedi.
0: In theory. Hmm. In theory. I think yeah. you do hear a voice as well. I think, we are free! And it, yeah, some, exactly, it yeah. It sounds very much Jar Jar. Huh. Hmm. Something to think about.
5: Yeah, because he's clumsy and she, you know, I don't know. It just sucks that uh, George didn't put more female characters in his original trilogy.
1: It's so true, because honestly, I'm going to touch back on what Carlo said. I googled the answer. I was like, oh my God, like, I'm I'm coming up but nothing here. It's Mon Mothamar or who? O T. And the first things every time you Google the uh, female characters original trilogy, it's just like there aren't. <laughs> like that's what it says. Like there's Leia's. Without Leia, there's like probably like a, not even like thirty seconds, to like a minute of dialogue, which is sad. Hey, hey Corey, which I'm so glad.
2: The, the Lord of the Rings has you beat again. There are zero female characters in The Hobbit. Z- zero. None.
1: Yeah, but in, this, in, the, in, the, in the book, it's that way in it as well, no?
2: In the, uh, what, what else would I be talking about? <laughs> That's okay, though. Like, for that story, it makes sense. To, for no women to exist?
1: <laughs> Not to exist. <laughs> but the, 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 the tale that they undertake. They only mention two that-
2: women. They mention someone's mother, Belladonna Took, and they mention someone oh, else. Man. They mention two women. It's crazy, yeah, anyway. It's not,
0: per- it's not pertinent in that story. In yeah, it's pretty it's, weak. Uh, it's well, it's definitely a sign They're of the times, fucking... right?
5: They're in the mountains. How <laughs> to survive. Like, what? Alright, we're off we topic, are... sorry. Well, we've
0: been off topic, I think, all night.
5: It's not, Shaw- it's not Shawshank.
0: <laughs> where there can't be any
5: female characters in that movie.
0: <laughs> oh, chauvinistic, schmoky. Oh, Goodness.
1: Come on, man. It was a different time.
0: Goodness gracious.
5: <sighs>
1: Little dwarves. Mountains.
0: God. Okay. Um, Okay, so we said we would do this at the end of the show. Uh So anybody who's sensitive to any further The Last Jedi speculation, maybe now you want to bail out. We thank you for listening, but it's maybe time to unplug Otherwise, what we're going to do is just throw out a last minute prediction. We're not going to go deep delving into it because, oh, here's why I think it just we're going to throw something out there and see if it sticks on Thursday. Uh, Corey, you've been chomping at the bit here. I'll let you go first. What final prediction do you have for The Last Jedi?
1: I don't know if you guys are going to think it's that serious or whatever, but uh, it's weird because I haven't heard anyone talking about it. Um. And then it just kind of popped in my head last week, and I was like, this is kind of heavy. So what if this were to happen toward the end of the film? Uh, we know Ray, Kylo, and Snoke, they're going to have a role in this film together at one point. And I'm thinking more Do about we Kylo. That? But it could go... Well, according to the trailers, yeah. Like, Ray's right in front of, Kylo, uh, of uh, Snoke and we can assume that we we know that Kylo's in the same do room we? we know it yes through images we, we do. don't
2: know for sure i don't think there's a there i don't think there's a picture that shows them definitively standing in the same room
5: mm, there's not no but i i uh, come on guys i think from from, from <laughs> yeah it's not play <laughs> stupid here <laughs> from from the okay. from just from the tv trailers i mean i think we could uh, speculate that um
2: i feel like i got called black by a pot <laughs>
1: Either way, I think <laughs> at the end of this film, it's about Ray and Kylo. That either there's a couple of possibilities that are they gonna walk off into the sunset together to figure this In out for this themselves. movie. Yes, like that's how it ends. Like them two together, <clears throat> figuring it out for themselves. Or, you know, like uh, there's the climactic moment, but it's either I th- I see it more being Kylo. Kylo has turned back to light he's made his decision kind of like I know what I've done is wrong and it's a sacrificial thing on his part where he becomes the Han of this trilogy where Kylo we left Kylo behind we know there's good left in Kylo we have to go back for Kylo in 9 because he, he saved us all like we gotta go back for Kylo now because Snoke has him uh he sacrificed himself, and like it might not be carbonite, whatever it is, but he did something that was, uh, like that just gives him so much pain, and like he suffered for them, you know. Like he knew what he was doing, and he was like, like, leave now, go. Like I'm doing this for you. You got to go now. And it could go the other way, other on uh, a third way as well. well. Look at this guy. He's that just it's he's gobbling
0: up all the theories.
1: It's Ray going that way, and Kylo ends up. With Luke, all damaged goods, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, my mom's something happened to my mom. Uh, I killed my father. I killed the Order. Snoke used me. I'm sorry, and now Ray <laughs> is with Snoke, and I'm so I'm sorry, sorry. I gotta you know? cover it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Whatever it is, it it worked for Vader. No, no, he didn't way. say he was sorry. He killed the Emperor. That's that's what. Well,
1: I think Kylo's going to prove his point in this film. He's going to do his best. And it can either go him, like, coming back to Luke and being like, I tried to save her. I really did. And ray has gone with Snoke. Or it's Kylo who saved everyone, and he goes with Snoke. So pick one. You got to pick Maybe one. The- you squirrel, pick one. <laughs> either way, I think that's, I just want to say that's the Empire rehash in a bit, in a way, that the way they went back for Han, uh, Han. In Return of the Jedi, it's that someone that in this film that's force sensitive gets left Pick behind. One. And mm, <laughs> Corey, by the way I'll say Kylo. I'll say Kylo. I think Kylo's gonna go go out there and I think it makes sense for Leia's character as well, moving forward. Whatever happens to her, we don't know. But for her son to say like I'm doing this for that I think uh I think that makes sense
5: yeah i just want to make clear that uh, han didn't sacrifice himself in uh in empire like he had no choice there was no there was no decision he was, there he
1: could have he made the he made the right choice he could have kicked up his thing and killed them all but he just like patience what
3: he couldn't yeah, have he, done
0: anything like, he, he, had he looked nothing for Han to do exactly but he still could have done nothing he could have done he still could have gotten. he he, the only thing he could have gotten themselves the only thing he
5: really did was tell true to calm down and take care of the princess that's that's the only thing he did exactly which was important yeah but that's not really sacrificing but anyways
1: (laughs) (laughs) not sacrificing but like you know like, like like being patient like seeing the grander picture man it's the first time you ever see han solo do that
5: well no, he comes back at the end of uh, New Hope. When he he was home and free.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's really oh the first time you you really see him like <laughs> we've we've gone anyway, way, whatever. way off
0: the rails. Anyway. Uh, uh Carlos, anything you wanna predict for The Last uh, Jedi?
5: Actually I don't. I don't. Uh I, I don't know what to expect. Uh I've I've come back around on some of the uh, potential spoilers that I've that I've seen, and I, I I don't believe them. There's something about it that's not, um, yeah. There's something about the spoilers, potential spoilers that I've heard uh, that uh, I'm not uh, I'm not buying into them. So I'm I'm just gonna go in without any set knowledge.
1: That's it, man. Like the spoilers that I thought I saw or heard, like I honestly like convinced my mind not to consider them like whatever like I have to take it with a grain of salt, you know what I mean? Like <coughs> but I do think whatever's going on here pertains to Ray and Kylo in the long run. Like it's it's up to them. Well, like, it kinda has I to be I don't know
2: what episode we have to go back to, but but yeah, I, I've been saying this since the very beginning. These two have to be their their story has to be Intertwined in a way that's super compelling. So we have to find out that they're genetic twins or brother and sister. <laughs> we have to. No, we have. I just to. see
1: like Snoke, like uh, Kylo's rejecting Snoke's thing, and Ray is kind of not enthralled with Luke's teachings. So they're like, once they come to the realization together, like, hey, it's not them; it's us that are going to figure this
2: out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to get off into a whole new tangent, but yes, I think that there's a possibility. I think it'd be cool if it was like if it wound up being like the kids against Ray and or uh, Luke and Snoke.
0: Oh man! Well, look we we saw we saw in these uh, early reviews the the big twist seems like it's a complete out of left field thing.
2: That's what just made me say that just now, Kyle. When I was thinking like, what's the big twist? I'm like, wow! Imagine it was like. Those, you know, the split, the divide, the battle became between like Luke and uh, and Snoke have to team up, and and Ray and Kylo are like a force to be reckoned with.
0: That's it. They get it out of control. What if it's something with... as simple as Kylo dies? No,
1: he's not dying. In this no, film. what I
0: th- what I think is
5: that
1: a... I think he has the Carbonite moment, man. He's the one that's taken away. Like Kylo's turned good. We gotta go
5: back for him. Oh my god. No, I think the the turning point is Ray is able to escape Snoke. And she returns to save Kylo Ren from Snoke's wrath. I think that that yeah, could happen I too. Think that's that's, happen that's too. where people are like, "Holy crap!" Like she went back for him.
1: But it seems like we get that "I am your father" moment so far. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna get it. Like we've hoped for it. Like we're we're still fandom has speculated, what? postulated all this time, and it's like these critics were all like, "Yeah," like they they still managed to give you the left hook. no, but
5: the- oh,
2: there it is.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: no i i don't know i don't know i mean uh, i am the i am your father moment if if they would they would have repeated that somehow then uh, how credible is you know the reviews saying that this is original and like you know it's unexpected well, no, i'm
1: just saying like uh, th- the same uh amount
0: of shock
5: ah, okay and if it's in that sense yeah i guess but
0: and it could have to do with Luke, right? It could be so we find out something about Luke that just it, it just revolts us.
4: Yeah, the Luke,
0: the Jedi, uh, anything, man. It could be a lot of things. It yeah, it could, be, it could be. I mean, it's it's it's. I think it's it's not a stretch to say it's Luke, Kylo, or Ray that are at the center of this this huge reveal. It's got to be those one of those three. Somebody die. We find out somebody is changing allegiances or was on the other side the whole time. It's, whatever it is, it doesn't sound like any of us have, have picked up on it yet.
5: And whatever it is, we're going to love it and it's going to be awesome and I can't wait.
0: Yeah, man. Just a few more days. Count and Burgers, baby. All right. Anybody else want to throw something else at the wall before we say goodbye? Mm.
2: chopper makes an appearance in the movie there you go Corey. there's a
0: good prediction for you i love you for that you're welcome it's it. it's a 26 rat rod all right that's it everybody uh jeez almost two and a half hours of of uh pre the last jedi star wars talk i mean i don't think i i, I blame I carlos okay. same length as the movie I mean, we went way off the rails but I, I don't think we did anything that would offend someone who's trying to stay steer clear there you go, guys. High fives all around. Ads, Bradley, James, Jeffrey, as always, guys. Much appreciated on the input and the questions. Can't wait to hear from you guys next week. So, uh, like I said off the top of the show, uh, send us your voice clips, your initial reactions to The Last Jedi. Let us know what you think. We'll we'll get those in the show, and we'll have a huge The Last Jedi party. Um, What else we got? With that? Powerful friends this week. Journals of the Willing. We've got some cool stuff to talk about this week. And uh, I think following that, next week's going to be our, our Sithmas special. Whatever that will entail. And uh, that's it. we got, we got our secret Santa that we're doing on the show soon. And uh, guys, what else do I need to mention? I feel like there's more stuff to talk about. Commonwealth. There's a movie coming out. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a movie coming uh yes, and the Star Wars Commonwealth, of course, get all your pre, uh, your I guess pre the Last Jedi, uh, game action in. Right at, at StarWarsCommonwealth.com. dot com. Who are our friends there, guys? Let's go around the table. Talk Star
5: Wars, Generation X Wing, Rogue Squadron podcasts. Look at Carlos Whoa, killing uh, the it! The Skyhoppers, the Nerd Room, San Diego Ball Sa-
0: Hog, Ball Hog! <laughs> <hug>. wow. <laughs> wow, what a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look at
5: Carlos <laughs>
1: Not knocking cool it man. out!
0: Nice job,
2: the Nerd Room. I said,
1: said the Nerd Room. You said uh, it was off the rim. <laughs> San Diego Sabers.
5: I said that. You uh, you cut me off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you cut everybody <laughs> off. <laughs> <Carlos>. <laughs> I cut you off with that, on on that loophole. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, whatever. I knew it too. I, was, I still, I still can't get over that. Like you went right for it too. Who's your loophole? Who who's your Leia? I went. Uh, what did I say with you, I, I?
2: You mean Elaine? Elaine?
0: Yeah. Who's my lane? I went with uh, Versio. Yeah, Versio.
1: The uh, someone else's headcanon thingy. No, no, she's yeah. there.
0: It's it's uh, she's there. You can find her.
1: Ha- Hera's, Hera's got her own cartoon on Endor. She he's well. st- he, he still she's doesn't there. understand
0: the question. He still doesn't understand it. Ot, man, we, is, isn't that true though, guys? When he gets married to an idea, it's like, oh my god! Not even George Lucas himself could move him off it. <laughs> Back off! We
5: have we have the uh, the the Facebook uh, thread <laughs> to prove it.
0: Oh man, yeah. Oh boy, was that something? Okay, everybody, uh, that th- <laughs> exist, people.
2: <laughs> I swear to God. We never. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> Oh. One day we should just, like, pull up that thread and just, like, act it out. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: okay,
0: guys, uh, that's it. Boy, I, I hope somebody enjoyed this episode. My goodness. I did. So did I. <laughs> yeah. I, well, thank you for jumping in, Carlos. <laughs> we added some spice to the show today.
2: Muy caliente.
0: Sugar and spice and everything nice. <laughs> that's it, guys. We, the next time we talk, we are going to be on the other side of The Last Jedi We'll be free to talk about whatever we want. And uh, until then, we'll see you on Powerful Friends Friday. If everybody else wants to get in on that uh, Powerful Friends Friday stuff, just go to uh, patreon.com slash tumblingsaber. We won't talk about that much this week. We've been here long enough. And uh, that's it. So have yourselves a good one. Enjoy The Last Jedi. Let us know what you think. And we'll talk to you guys later. And please enjoy my song.